Well, he's third. He's third now again. Right. Order exactly. has been restored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get this thing started. Like I think we live. I uh, want to make sure. It looks like we're live. Look like we're good to go. Yes, everything is good to go. Myself, VF Baller, DJ eighty one. We are back again. This is episode 218 of the First and Frame Rates podcast. And on this show, we talk about sports and sports gaming. And we also talk about other gaming as well. If you want to, if you can't catch us live or you catch us on the VOD or whatever, we also have this uh, podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify. You can check those um, places out. All you have to do is go straight to the, your app of choice, put it in the, uh, in the, Search engine will pop right on up. So you can go ahead and catch us there. Also, if you would like, you can check out the Discord. All that stuff is in the about section of the um of my Twitch channel. And if I put a, a link up or wherever your podcast, um your what's your preference, it'll be in the link of the um description of the podcast as well. So um we're gonna get right into the intros and then we're gonna get into the topics. DJ, uh how you been? What's been going on with you, bro? Man, nothing much. Things have been good. There's bills. And um, have I been playing games? Yes, kind of, maybe. Not really, not that much. I'm actually waiting on one of these updates to update. Oh, yeah, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn on a PC. I've been enjoying my time, you know, the increased frame rates and the graphic fidelity and all. But other than that, we're just ready to, you know, talk about these topics. Apparently, Maryland is going to be kind of open. Uh, this weekend as a 5 p.m. Okay, how is how is um a Horizon on PC? Oh, it's man, I, I wish I wish that was the only version I played. Yeah, because I, I I got it on PS4 and I've played probably about 20% of it, mm-hmm. and I want to go ahead and finish. But I, that's the thing, um, I haven't played it because I knew it was coming to PC, so I do want to get on it. Um, eventually, I don't know should I. Buy the PC version. Maybe if I can find it for cheap, that'd be great. Yeah, but, I, already, uh, I already beat it on PS4, so okay. I'm basically just playing through it again, but just playing through it with better frame rates. And so you basically doing what I did with um, Gears Five. I played it on much, the Xbox, yeah. and I'm playing it on PC now. And yeah, it's a difference. So yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. Um, if you yeah. can find it for if you can find it for a cheaper price uh, before I do, let me know. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm looking I'm looking for the thirty five dollar range. Okay. Um, Bills, what's been going on with you, man? How you been? Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. All right. Uh, is it too loud? No, no you're good. Oh, okay. Um, no, nah, I've been good other than last night's pay-per-view. That was, I'm sorry, the night before that. Oh, God. That was, uh, that oh, was a shit God. show. Uh, low-key ruined my weekend. Um, <laughs> other than that. Weekends. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, I've been good. Um. Gaming a little bit, working on my classic teams roster, and um, are those new headsets? Is that a new headphone? It looks Mm-mm. different. Yeah, I not, the same. not it's the same one. Oh, I have okay. a new mic, but it's a cheap one. I got like a thirty dollars mic. That's, it, sounds, actually, it actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. Everybody thinking they have to spend a whole lot of money to get a good uh, mic. And yeah, I, I got the, I got this mic for Christmas, and I don't know how much my wife paid for it, but I know she didn't pay that much because my wife don't play that. And this one sounds great, so I'm pretty sure it's probably around that range, no more than fifty dollars. Like a lot of people pay like hundreds of dollars for a mic, and they sound the same, you know. And now I ain't gonna say now. There are some cheap <laughs> ones. All right, let me backtrack. 
<laughs> there are some cheap ones, but if you go on Amazon or whatever, you can find some real quality mics between the thirty and forty dollar range easily. So yeah, yeah this um, one's this, this one's good. Um, it's a toner. Uh huh. Uh, some type of uh, it's a condenser mic. I need a condenser mic for recording oh, because I'll be sense. using. Yeah, I've been using my Yeti, but the thing is, when the USB is messed up, because I don't have an interface yet, it really muffles some of the vocals. So the mm. last song I was supposed to get mixed, I couldn't get mixed, so I had to rush and get a $30 mic. This one isn't bad. I'm still trying to work the kinks out, trying to see exactly what volume to record on FL Studio. But, I mean, it, it sounds pretty It sounds pretty nice. The clarity is definitely there. Um, But, you know, because I've used so many microphones, I can kind of tell the difference, like, the low registers are when it kind of gets a little shaky, and that's just a thirty dollar mic, right? I mean, but if you're just talking and podcasting, yeah, it's fine. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Um, as for me, I haven't been doing too much. I was supposed to do a video yesterday. I uh, I got home. I didn't want to do anything. I went to sleep. But I do have a video that's going to be coming up on the um the YouTube channel. Also, with that, I do have an announcement that I'm going to make. Probably in that same video. I don't know. It may be on Thursday. I mean, I'm sorry, Wednesday or Friday. I make that announcement. Nothing bad, nothing crazy, anything. Just a little more expansion to what I'm doing as far as content creating. Also, um, I may go live later on tonight because I don't have to work tomorrow. So if you guys want to hang out, that'd be great. Um, other than that, man, I've just been playing games, man. Just same old, same old. You know, nothing special has been going on. I created a new team on APF. Team looks pretty cool. Did the draft on Madden. Um, all the new stuff they put in for franchise mode and free agency. I the logic is actually there. Um, you can go check out my stream and see. I got rid of De um I got rid of Derek Carr on my Raiders franchise for uh offensive alignment. And both teams who needed the players actually got it they got it done because it was a need. And I got pretty good value on both ends. And I did pretty good so in the Marcus draft. Mar and Marcus Mariota is your quarterback now? No, I'm about to say that because Trey Lance dropped in the draft and I got him at number 27 in the first round. So I got Trey Lance as my quarterback. So that's interesting. And um, Marcus Mariota is the backup. Uh, matter of fact, it works out perfectly. I don't know who's going to be my starter right now, but Trey, I did manage to draft Trey Lance. So that's pretty cool. Um, other than that, yeah, see, that was, say the franchise said is that he fell hard for real. He fell in the first round. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, and hold on, what the hell are you talking about? What happened? Is that putting the chat? <laughs> State of franchise putting the chat. I don't see it. Hold up. I'm why is it not to... popping up on StreamYard? Why did he just drop out? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> no, I, I, I tried to refresh it just to make sure. Oh, not... I see. You it. see it now? <laughs> Oh, what? I don't. No, I don't. It's in see. a Twitch. It's in a Twitch chat. You have to look. No, 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 no. Don't put it up. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not putting that up at all. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. I don't. Well, I can't see because I just loaded the Twitch thing, so I can't see what he said or put oh. or whatever. Oh, I must. Have, I must have had it up in time because it came. I guess whenever you look at the replay or whatever, it's. it's yeah. Well. Yeah. I about to say. Well, that ain't good if we can't get the comments up on on Streamyard. That's that really sucks. So. Well, no, I think. Oh wait, a minute. He was saying AEW Revolution was cheeks. Is all I was saying. That's an insult why, to cheeks. But why you had to say it like that, though? I know, right? <laughs> what did he say? He said, it. "He said laughing my ass off, ass ass eating wrestling." Like, <laughs> why would you say that when you actually meant it was cheeks? Well, 
I, I, I get the reference, but come on. It, it, there's a better way to say that. If it's Kenny Omega, I mean, that's just true. Just say AEW's yeah. ass. <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny. I wonder why the comments ain't coming up. What well, anyway? Um, yeah. yeah so it's not what popping up was, on StreamYard at all. No, they're not popping no, up. That's what I was saying. They're not popping up. So yeah, we, we just have to talk about a, it. StreamYard being a hoe today. I know, right? Um, well, I'll just put it like this. Um, in the draft, uh, Trevor Lawrence did go first. Um, Justin Fields did drop a little bit. I think he ended up dropping to the Steelers. So he went to the Steelers. That's interesting. I, yeah, I know. Um, uh, I want to thank Najee Harris. He dropped out of the first round, I think, and he ended up going oh, to the Patriots. Wait a minute. Are we, wait a minute. Is this also in conjunction with the update? Change? Yes, I, I, was about, I was just about to, I was about to, about to say this is all leading into talking about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get into that before we get into uh, yeah, the first topic. Yeah, yeah, so like the, the teams actually drafted. And the free agency actually drafted based on like real need. It actually played out very well. So, um, like I said, I got rid of Derek Carr. He um he ended up going to the Buccaneers, and I got him for one of their offensive linemen because I needed an offensive lineman. So it was a pretty good exchange, both value on both sides. Uh, also, um, I'm trying to think what else. Devontae Smith also went to the Patriots, the receiver out of Alabama. Um, Jalen Waddle from Alabama went to Atlanta, which was really interesting. Right with Atlanta, and um, I'm trying to think anybody else that stood out. Who went at uh? Because doesn't Washington had the 19th pick? Who did Washington pick? And- you got I I put it up on the I I remember I had to look on the um. Okay. I had to go back, but y'all picked the uh. I think y'all picked the defensive lineman or offensive lineman first. But y'all end up getting a quarterback in the second or third round. Okay, so I, I then just for that alone tells me that yeah, they definitely did. They start, yeah, yeah, they did something I, with the logic. I, I, right. I get it. I get it now. Yeah, because y'all went. I think y'all went offensive line first round. And I think it was the second or the third round. Y'all went with a quarterback. I can't remember right. the name of the quarterback, but like I said, the I I did it because I was going to go to sleep, but I was like, you know what, the update is here. I was going to go ahead and check it out. And Quayface, he made me do it. He said, uh, he's not going to bed no time soon. So he said, do it. So we went through the draft, and the draft went it went really well. Like I said, State of Franchise was there. I mean, it it, it actually, I don't know what's going on with um with Madden, but I, I have to give the devs a little bit of props. They actually did something right as far as logic. I can't speak for everything yeah, else. Yeah, I need. I definitely need to see how that offseason and how the movements went. Like, you yeah. We'll yeah, probably talk about it off stream or if you're going to. Dude, it's in the VO, it's in the VO, it's in the VOD. All I have to do, oh, I'll tell okay, you, okay. yeah, I'll tell you the um the the um the minute mark where it started, and you can just go and just just look. And you can see like all the um all the draft uh they most of it made sense. The most okay. of it really did. So hmm. so other than that, man, everything's good, you know. And uh you know, just just keep gaming, and you know that's what we do. So um let let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Dak Prescott got paid. He got some money. He got a four-year deal, which was actually a six-year deal, but it voids out after four, <clears throat> which is interesting. I didn't know they can do that. So they void the contract at the four. So this is actually a four-year deal worth $164 million with um, the signing bonus of $66 million. And uh, I think it's what, $126 guaranteed overall? Um, I know wait, you want to- Hold on, hold on, hold on. How do no, you know a six-year deal? I'm about to pull that up now. I'm going to let you know. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It says four-year deal, 160. I'm just trying to translate that you said it actually is a six-year deal. There it is right there. So the deal is technically for six years, but voids for four. 
So after four years, it voids after four. So it's it's a six year deal, but after the fourth year, the the contract is voided. I don't know what they're gonna do is if it's like a somewhat of an option or whatever. It's kind of weird how they did that. Matter of fact, let me let me, let me link. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying because I'm looking at it. They don't even have the numbers for the final year in 2026. Right, right. Yeah, so it's a it's a oh, big. You know a, what? Because since they're void, okay. Because I'm I'm scrolling over the little dash marks and it's telling me void, void, void. So. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I get it. All right, but that's what they say. I didn't, I, I didn't know. I thought he stretched out the contract, but the money mm-hmm. stops after four. But I guess just for con- contractual purposes, is a six year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, he gets 126 million guaranteed, 66 million signing bonus. Um, Bills, what are your thoughts about this? You think he's worth this? Because he's the second highest paid quarterback in NFL history. If you if you don't pay him that, he's gonna go somewhere else and flourish. So I mean, they had to pay him that. What they've already seen. See, here's the thing that Dallas fucked themselves over on. They think they thought they were gonna sign Andy Dalton, and when Dak got hurt, it'd be like, oh, it's fine. We have Andy Dalton. No, they saw both quarterbacks behind Dak and saw exactly what would happen to that team if they didn't sign him. So because they right. signed him now, they secured at least being relevant for the next few years. Everybody that's talking about Dak not being worth the money clearly hasn't watched him and clearly didn't watch that team without him. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I've seen. I mean, you, you know can, what? On top of and before you go further, the main thing said I thought he was worth the money not because of his performance because his performance was shaky I and mean, it was okay, but I don't think it was worth the money based on performance. But I think that he was one of the few quarterbacks that did exactly what he did, the, what he was supposed to do to honor his con- his rookie contract. You know what I mean? He he didn't do anything out of the way as far as bitch and moan like another person on his team did. And not saying that it's warranted. I'm not saying it's not warranted. But he did everything the right way. And I think if somebody does something the right way, you should reward them for that, even if they play average to above. I mean, just look at what Dak did when they got him a number one target. That exactly. Really, that, too. that hasn't even really performed like a number one target all the time, but Dak made him look like a number one target for pretty much the entire time that they played together. Everybody could talk about Zeke. Zeke clearly wasn't himself last year without Dak. I'm not even going to say that's an X's and O's thing. They're boys, so I can understand it. At the end of the day, what they need to realize is that, yes, they paid Dak, and that's great, but they're going to have to patch up that offensive line because a couple dudes retired. One guy was injured. It used to be the best offensive line in football. They're going to have to retool that offensive line. They had the team to go to a Super Bowl. They need to... They, they need to work on that line and they'll be in the Super Bowl. If everything goes according to the players playing up to their contracts and playing according to how they're supposed to play, they play up to their potential. I mean, we said that about Dallas before, but now they have a real shot. I mean, they have the quarterback secured. They have the running back who's just fine. I think he just had an off year last year because his boy was injured. Um, They have the defense. They have a defensive coordinator that's got a lot of fun to fire under those players on that side of the ball, I think I think they'll be competing for a Super Bowl in a few years if they if they play up to their standards and play up to their potential. I agree. That, that's one thing that I one thing I was keeping an eye on because I, I don't too much care for Dallas, but when Dan Quinn, which was the coach of the Falcons, when he moved over to the, be the defensive coordinator of the Cowboys, I, I said I told a lot of people to watch out for that. That that may be the single the biggest change that you'll probably see in the NFL, how one defense, I mean, Dallas defense was average. Depends on what they do, at least by year two, that that um 
that defense could be really good. I mean, you're, you're almost talking about like how it was at, in Seattle, but you know, I digress. DJ, this is your division rival. What do you What do you think about this team? Um, this contract. I'm about to say, fuck that team. Um, <laughs> I also was one of the people that thought that you know Jerry Jones was leveraging Andy Dalton to uh, against uh, Dak Prescott, and it backfired big time. Especially the way the division played out, they were a Dak Prescott performance or two away from winning the division. So uh, I expect Washington to be better than what they were, even though they were the division uh, winners. But, you know, 79, it's not going to cut it as far as being highly viewed upon. Uh, As far as Dak is concerned, like he's performed the way he's supposed to perform with the weapons that he's had and and the ones that are, I think are gone now, but the ones that are currently there, that team will be hard to beat um, down the road. Uh, I With this division again, I do see a year turnaround for Dallas. I'm not going to go as far as say a Super Bowl, fuck that, fuck them. And that play, and that whole plantation burned in hell. You got the nerve to be talking about a plantation when Dan Snyder's running your team. Nah, that's a brothel. He run a brothel up here. Oh, please. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's taking the slaves. He's taking the slaves and putting them in the front, the back room. Nah, nah we run a brothel up here in Washington. Shit. Shoot, I don't know. Yeah, VF is silent up there because they running. They run oh, no, we're we good, man. Arthur Blank straight, man. That's they what they're saying. I was going to say, Atlanta's not running a brothel. No, no, no they not running a brothel. We just, well, we just got mad. Yeah, they, we just got, we just got Magic City, as, man. No, no, they <laughs> need to run as a health clinic. <laughs> we just got problems with that's outside the 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 in the inner city of uh yeah the inner oh, city you of blaming Atlanta. the black people too. Oh, I didn't God. say that. I didn't say that. Inner city, man. The Falcon, the Falcon, nah, the Falcons are running the psych ward with all them damn blown leaves. <laughs> there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. The whole state, the whole state, of, whole state of, the whole state of Georgia, everybody and the Bulldogs should be majoring in psychology. I mean, shit. I agree. <laughs> now, 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 Georgia, now, now, Georgia Southern, we we don't we we don't have that problem. But you know, everybody else, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. You know, but 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 other but other than that, Dak Prescott has proved this his time at quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And he, yeah, deserves, I do he deserves the money and especially for the shit that Jerry Jones put him through by leveraging Andy Dalton against them. Yeah, and, and, and we got to think about it. And not only that, when he first was a rookie and he, and he, he lit it up on preseason when mm-hmm. Tony Romo went down, everybody's looking like that could be a starter. Like Jerry Jones almost did everything in his power not to make that start. He was, he still wanted to ride with Romo injuries and all. Right. So and- it's not, it's not just the Andy Dalton thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you heard it here first as far as Jerry Jones using him to leverage that deal with Dak because everybody was denying it. I said it on Twitter. We all pretty much said it on Twitter. People like, no, that's not what he's doing. Dalton's not even going to have a chance of starting. That motherfucker jumped at that chance like, oh, Dak's hurt? Next man up. Dalton yep. got out there. That motherfucker played so bad he got benched. Well, actually, he got hurt for first. <laughs> Well, he got hurt, but I mean, shit, Danucci yeah. stayed Remember, in. Remember, you and I argued about that hit that he got hurt because yeah, he got I dropped. Remember. He got <laughs> laid the fuck out. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I mean, we, let's look at some of more of the numbers. They said it signed him on the $66 million with a record $75 million due in year one. 
That that's is ridiculous. Just, that's just a reward for hey, we know you got hurt. Here's the bulk of your money. Or or or, or, or 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 it's gonna be like, all right, man. We, um, sorry for all the bullshit we put you through with this. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Franchise with the franchise on tag and everything. Yeah. Pretty much. In the first three years of the deal, average forty-two million per year, according to a cert. So, so he getting seventy-five the first year, and the other three years is gonna be or well, total average is gonna be forty-two per year. So the next two years will probably be around what, maybe forty, maybe thirty-five a year. Well, they say. The okay. next year, what is it? The next year it's twenty million. Then okay. the year after that is thirty one. And then so he got a so he has a seriously up on um, front loaded um deal. Oh yeah. So, so VF, let's let's talk about your your logic here because we've. I was just about to, I was just about to get into that. So I was about to go ahead. So, so Dak is getting, you know, the second highest contract in, in NFL history for a quarterback, right? Right. The thing is here. Dallas is lucky because they drafted well, right? We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Only a couple of ways you can survive paying a quarterback that money and still have a chance to win. You have to draft well. They drafted well. They got C.D. Lamb, right? Well, you also have to get some deals as well. Like some players that got good talent, you just have to sign them at really good deals. You just can't – you know what I mean? Like You say, do, but uh, Dallas has drafted exceptionally well the last five years. That, they uh, that, 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 I, I about, yeah, I am about to say they don't have any – um. Any free agents that are that the big time free agents that I know that they signed because the only one that I know that was quote unquote free agent, they draft. I mean, they traded for Amari Cooper, but you know what I mean. That's not necessarily you know free agent like you know, but right. I think that's the only acquisition outside of the draft that they really got. Yeah, they've drafted really well, so they've put themselves in position. I mean, say what you want about Dallas, they can say they're a lot of things. You can say they're chokers. You can say they're plantation, but. They've drafted really well. They've been one of the best teams as far as the draft in, in the past decade. They Ever basically, people, yeah. No, I'm saying they basically did the the flip of what I said you should do. Yeah. They basically did the, the flip. Like, no, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Well, I ain't gonna say they did the flip of what you should. Do. This is the benefit of doing what I say because with him, he was on the ring. Y'all don't realize like his really first year loophole. Honestly, it's like you got to think about like a special with, example. Yeah, because what he did, you know, he was getting paid only two million a year on his rookie contract because he was a fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. So they, ba- so I guess this is the next step of what I was saying: getting a quarterback that has talent, pay him low price, because everybody else you can sign that I ain't gonna say necessarily big contracts on them, but you can sign more talent and you make it do a little big contract here and there. But once that rookie contract is up, if those guys are still under contract, you can pay your low budget rookie contract deal to something like this. So I guess this is more of the next step of what I said, paying a quarterback at not the minimum, but at a low price with high talent. I mean, it isn't, it isn't. I think, I think that Dallas underperforming has helped them some to be in this position. I well, think if they won too. a Super Bowl in the last couple of years, you might be looking at a bit different. I mean, Jalen Smith's asking price would have been higher. You know, there's, yeah. there's some, there's a couple of situations that, might have been different. Hell, but even now, if they'd have got to the even if they'd have got to the NFC Championship, it'd have been a exactly. little different. But yeah. because they haven't, Dak was hurt for a year. It kind of was beneficial to them. It was definitely beneficial, I think, to Dak because, I mean, if he played through this season, he would have gotten creamed in that fucking uh, that fucking backfield with that shitty line that they now have all of a sudden. Um, so I think now that they've been able to take a step back and pretty much assess what they have outside of Dak. 
Now he can come back. You add him to a team that, like I said, can compete for a Super Bowl with him at the quarterback. I think I was the only person saying how important he was at the quarterback position. Everybody else acted like he's a fucking system quarterback. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? This dude is yeah, really they, good. They, 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 if you look back at Dak now, you can make the case that Dak could have been a second round pick at the minimum. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Po- if possibly you first, that, if you redo I, that draft, I, I, he's definitely I still, second round minimum. I, yeah, I, I would not say that he's top 10 first round, but I can easily say middle to late round first round. I think that's that's not a stretch. Maybe late first round, you don't think, with, with what you know now about Dak? I would agree. Say late first round, yeah, I don't think I don't think he performed to the point where he get for top ten pick or anything. But I say late first round, you know that that's I think you can do that. Um, I want to talk about this with you, DJ, because you did say you want to talk about the actual contract and the salary cap or whatever. This is really interesting for somebody to be in, you know, the second highest paid quarterback ever. His salary cap number is twenty two point two for this season. Uh-huh. And instead of the thirty-seven that would have come along with the franchise tax, so they saved almost fifteen million off of that. Yep. So I, I find this very cap friendly when you paying somebody this much, and you know it's only twenty-two point two million hit compared to some other guys who are getting paid less than him, and it's a bigger hit. And here's the thing: it, year two and three are much bigger hits, like thirty. What are they? Thirty-three point two million in the. In 2022 and 44.2. Ouch. Yeah, that's the caveat of this. That game. third one, though, the third <laughs> one is like kind of like what you see what most quarterbacks got now. You know, it's like, right. And, yeah, and, I don't know. Oh, oh, go ahead. And here's the thing here's a thing that we all got to keep in mind. Um, this year had to be, I'm like, if they would have signed them to that cap, that, that, that franchise <laughs> tag, yeah, they would have definitely been screwed because the cap pretty much stayed around the same. And right. they're hoping that down the road, after COVID and all this stuff, that the cap will go back up again. But right because yeah, of the revenue, right? Revenue. Right. And, and you know, I mean, you look at it: fifteen point five million the savings. Do you know how many decent players you can get for fifteen million? You can get a probably like three good players at five million a year. Yeah, but like, who you, you know? But, but those. Second and third year, we gotta look at other contracts on that team. No, no, I no, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying just in just in general, when you're just no, looking no, at no. just just raw numbers of money for five million a year, you can get you a pretty decent running back. For five, you know, or for five million a year, you can get you a just a all around player, like any position. I mean, probably outside of like a, a tackle or or like obviously quarterback or whatever. I mean, for five million a year, you can get you a decent player for that. Like the, for running backs. The going rate for a running back for a one year deal is between five and seven million. Not but, saying that not saying that Dallas need one. I'm just talking about just in, in numbers. But that but that's what I'm saying. The one that they have right now is still pretty valuable, and they may lose him in that second or third year, depending upon when his contract is up. And then what about uh, Amari Cooper? I'm like, wouldn't he be in this? Th- what they don't have? I'm looking at 22 free agent 2022 free agents right now. Mm-hmm. Only one they have is Vander Esch, which is an option if they can pick up or not. Pick wow. Up. Um, other than that, I mean Gallup, but outside of him, there's there's nobody really. I, so you're looking at you you're looking at this team completely being intact for the next two to three years. Yeah, they're gonna be fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this, it, this is a great situation. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, and then you and then we still haven't talked about the draft yet. So no telling who they're gonna draft. I mean, like I said, I don't want anybody to think that we're being homers for Dallas. I know DJ isn't, but we're right. just looking at we're just looking at what they've done. Like Bill said earlier, I mean, you say what you want about the franchise and how they 
be their own cheerleaders. I mean, they've done a pretty good job with actually managing this team. I, I agree. Um, they they also have. They also said that uh, Dak Prescott gets a million dollar bonus if they either make it or win the Super Bowl. I wonder if that's in here. I don't see that in here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me take down the screen. I, I want to make sure if I pull this. I just don't want. So to yeah, twenty twenty three. The only major signing they would have. I mean, I guess you could say Blake Jarwin. Um, and the other one would be. Eh, Tony Pollard is not really a major one, so I mean, yeah, for the next couple of years, they're they're set. Okay. Anthony Brown at cornerback, if he has a big year this year or next year, maybe. But let me see. Let me look this up before we go to the um. Yeah, well, why are you looking that up? There's, there's okay, two, keep talking. You good? There, yeah. there are two interesting things about this contract. One, it's a no tag clause, and 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 there's a no trade clause. No trade clause, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, here it is. I got it right here. So you guys can see on the screen. Not that black screen. Nobody cares about that. Um, it says it says up here at the top, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott's contract include a one million Super Bowl incentive. Uh it says if the Dallas Cowboys, uh Dak Prescott wins the Super Bowl and plays in fifty percent of the snaps in the title game, <laughs> he'll earn a million dollars incentive. What's that, the Carson Wentz deal? No, <laughs> that's not. That's not like a, that's not like a Sam Bradford deal. No, that's, that's a crazy. That's a Carson Wentz deal. <laughs> that's that's so messed up. Of the snaps. So um, uh. so what? So what y'all think at the end of the day is like um? Let's see. Cancel. I'll take that down. I don't need that. So what y'all think at the end of the day? Y'all, um, how far y'all think Dallas can go in the next couple years? As far as that plantation can carry them. <laughs> I'll, I'll say at least divisional playoffs. Would it take like what three or four people to hoist uh, Jerry Jones on one of those things he sits in, and they like they do for the king and queen in England? Yeah. Oh God! If they win the Super Bowl, I could imagine they will do some shit like that. He will want them to do that shit, right? Par- as a, as parade a, him around Dallas. Yeah, as a true slave owner, he would want so to be stupid. done that way. Let's look at some guys in the chat. I want to apologize in advance. The chat is not working on my end, so I can't po- post them on the screen. But uh, I'm going to talk about a few of them. Let's see. Uh, where are we at? Um, nobody said it. Okay. Pooh said, I wish uh, uh, Wentz luck in Indy. That's all you got to say. He said, Dallas isn't going to the Super Bowl. He don't care. Yeah, you're an Eagles fan. All right. We understand that. Uh, also, uh, franchise State of Franchise Sports said, if they can find an O-line, guys, uh, O-line in the draft, they'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think that's probably like the only thing they're really uh, the Achilles heel. That and maybe a tight end? Mm. Nah, Blade Jarwin's pretty good. They're fine. Yeah, they'll oh, okay. find some random cocaine from uh, Michael Irvin. So you want them to win for real because they on cocaine. You ain't tackling nobody. Them all going to be geeked <laughs> up running over people. Hey, I already wish that Gibney, uh And what you said? You, you wish that Gettin do what? Not, not getting. Um, hey, isn't Genny, it sound what he said? No, no. I was starting to say if Genny uh, Kuznetsov for the Capitals, I wish he would go back on cocaine. Maybe he'll have his 2018 all over again. <laughs> he was playing great that year. Geddon probably wishes Geddon doesn't have to sell ass on the corner the way he does. Wow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but that's in Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not touching that. Literally or figuratively, I'm not touching that. Yeah, you wind up an STD if you do. I know, right? 
STD, CV19, shit, all kinds of wow. shit. Wow. No, 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 is a Giants fan. Oh, that's that explains it. That explains yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because Pooh asked in the comments, Gettin's a Cowboys fan. Now he's a Giants fan. Um, Bethesda uh, is finally officially uh, bought out Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft bought out Bethesda. <laughs> Nobody's buying out. Nobody's, <laughs> Nobody's buying out. Nobody's buying them motherfuckers out. In a strange turn of events, Bethesda's actually bought out Microsoft. I know, right? Like, like, Nobody's buying them out. <laughs> Nobody's buying them out. But anyway, um, yeah, um, Microsoft bought out Bethesda, and it looks like a lot of games are going to be. Um, I ain't going to say a lot, but they did say a few games are going to be exclusive. They didn't say which ones, but they said a few. And um, right. I'm going to let Bills go because Bills is the one mostly on Xbox. You don't too much play many uh, Bethesda games. What are your thoughts about this? And if you don't I, know... I mean, it, well, look, as long as they put out quality games, Sony fans are going to bitch and moan. And, you know, this is going to continue this fucking console war that's been going on this is just another this i mean i mean but the thing is to me neither console at this point is providing true exclusives because soon sony's gonna start putting their shit on pc too so i mean i don't it doesn't really matter to me honestly it doesn't matter to me but that's the being exclusive to microsoft doesn't really mean anything if it's a good game played i don't care if it's exclusive or not yeah, I, I think, honestly, I think this is a little bit too little too late. I mean, it was cool last generation because that was like some, I mean, say what you want to say about the console wars. It was a big deal because Xbox was really hurting with getting exclusive. They could have done this like the second year of the Xbox One. It have been a big deal. But um, now it's like, you know, Sony's open to the idea of putting their, well, I ain't gonna say open, they are putting their games on PC. Yep. And if you and you already know, if if games that are on Xbox I mean, you might as well say it's, it's on PC as well. I but mean, this they're is just a bad look anyway because Sony has in-house exclusives that are amazing. Xbox is out here trying to pull a free agency era and sign already established companies to their. Uh, it's so I you know I heard they pulled up the I think they got up to twenty three first party um uh teams on their side now. Yeah, that's like it, that's like that's like the Brooklyn Nets signing all right. These that's what that's exactly what it is. Just try to stop the Washington Wizards. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Who the Washington Wizards in this case? The Google Stadia? <laughs> 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 Who the Washington Wizards in this case? The Washington Wizards. Yo, bro, I almost choked on my drink, bro. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> No, but seriously, I, I don't mean, know, I, man. I, I mean, Microsoft's like, "Hey, we got a Mon Shumpert," so he's like, "Okay." They're <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yo, <laughs> oh man, oh man." He's like, "Yo, we got a Mon Shumpert. We got Bradley Bill. We got." They're, they're we like, "No, we about we about to get everybody, bro." Can't even Blake. say Bradley Bill. I was about to say we got Blake Griffin. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're about to get Andre uh, Drummond. To stop, uh, and uh, wasn't they Alex Lynn? Mind you, <laughs> mind you, it's the worst no, part. Why, why, tonight, why tonight? Why tonight? I can't put the, the comments on the screen. It do put Washington Xbox, <laughs> Washington Xbox, <laughs> fucking, fucking Microsoft Wizards out here. <laughs> 
I mean, yo, and here's the funny part, right? Brooklyn's gonna try to get Drummond. I heard Drummond's going to LA, so that's gonna be an L. Oh, oh <laughs> man, be a fucking L. Be an L A L. Pretty much. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, that's that's what this is, though. Sony has in-house teams, exclusive teams. No, and boo, Xbox that's... is signing outsiders. That's right. Lack. No, who used to no, do that though? No, no, he, got, he put Los Angeles PlayStation. I was like, no, that spells laps. You add no, one no, more thing, no, we're gonna hit the no, motherfucker. We black. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who hit that mic? <laughs> I knocked my shit over. I'm the only one who hasn't hit anything yet. I got a. I, I got a. I got a. I got a question. Oh, what man. team that used to do that though? They used to like sign a bunch of free agents all the time. It was your team, DJ, right? They used to sign a whole because that, yeah, that was Washington, the time y'all did. Yeah, Risk is just signed just, over the hill free agents for big contracts and they never worked. Yeah, because I remember Albert, then, I remember Albert Haynesworth. Oh, Albert Haynesworth. Who that? To poo? You know your team tried that shit and it didn't work. <laughs> Dream team, oh, just remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking nightmare team for themselves. Because <laughs> yeah, I was, because I, I remember when Albert Hainsworth had like that B season with the Titans, and then he went over there and got that really big t- uh, contract with Watson, and he I think he only had like start. he did good in his first year. Is that second year when he switched to three four? He was like, nah, I ain't playing. He literally <laughs> stopped playing in the middle of the game. <laughs> Michael Vick scrambling yeah. around, and and, and Hainsworth looking up like. Oh, is the play over? Oh no, it's not over yet. Stay there. Microsoft, Microsoft's out here like the 04 Yankees. Oh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How many free agents can we get? Oh shit, but we you, didn't win a ring. Oops. But but you know what? Who's really screaming for Bethesda games anyway? It's like now you got two of the same. You got X, you got Microsoft who hasn't produced an in-studio banger in years. And same with Bethesda. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just like it's yeah. it's sad when Sony has all of these titles built from the ground up and they have to go out and get established franchises and bring them over. It's it's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, I, you know. I, th- <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I was. And three O lead said, "Who, motherfucker? Said who? Said who?" Because he like with Bethesda. I mean, don't get me wrong. I. I, I did like um, Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein 2. I think those are phenomenal games. But when you look at the oh, everything... That wouldn't work. <laughs> but, but, but when you look at everything, all the other games they, they produce, I'm like, all right, Doom. Um, what is it? Elden Scrolls? Or what is it? Um, that's Scrolls, the name of it? Right? Yeah, Elder, Sc- Elder Scrolls. That- They're supposed to be making a new Indiana Jones game? No, oh, I... But, but none of these... none of the, the thing is, what makes Sony... So powerful in the exclusive department is the fact that, like I said, all of these are in-house games that, like, you know, like, okay, for example, Microsoft. Microsoft has their in-house titles, like two of them, Gears of War and Halo. But all of these titles that have come in the last... No, you know, Forza years, as well. Well, Forza. But, I mean, all these titles that have come in the last, you know, console generation and a half, right? I mean, you know, you have uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Spider-Man. All of these are titles that, once again, in-house and they didn't have to go out and say, hey, let's get this established studio and bring it into our Yeah, we our you talk about um, day, Days Gone, Bloodborne. Uh, you still could say MLB The Show to an extent because they're they making the game. They're just putting it on Xbox. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, and they're it, making it, money off of that. 
it's completely different. It's completely different when you have that foundation versus going out and, like I said, getting established studios and trying to make this all-star team of exclusives. What, what, yeah, yeah, cause cause the thing about it, like you said, I'm gonna piggyback on what you said because the thing about it is when you do have in-house studios. They're more accustomed to the dev kits that they're working on because they don't have to worry about, well, what if this game don't work on this console? They're going to be different type of program you're going to have to do on another console. Like with MLB The Show, one of the reasons why that game was done so well and it's so well crafted because they didn't have to worry about putting it on the Switch. They didn't have to worry about putting it on the other. And I'm not saying it's going to diminish from now because I think they've, they've established the, the quality of the game to the point where they can put it on anywhere and it won't be a problem. But when you're building it from the ground up, you will want to build a game from the ground up off on one dev kit because you will know everything with that one dev kit. Because if you're building a game from the ground up and it has to go to other places, you may be in a situation where, well, when this game goes on this platform, it may not run as well, or you're going to have to work harder for it to run just the same as the other one. That's why you have the Order 1886. That's why Uncharted was so um, um, polished. That's why pretty much even with Halo, Halo was polished. For, I mean, do we need to talk about Forza and, and, and Gran Turismo? You know what I mean? I mean, though, I mean, I don't think those games would be once again perfect example. Forza and Gran Turismo. Now compare those games to like a Project Cars, which is on a multiplayer. Don't get me wrong, Project Cars is great, but they don't have the polish of those two because they have to make that game on various platforms. You see what I'm saying? But at so this point, it, I mean, Xbox is kind of playing the EA Sports game of mm. we can't beat you at quality. So we'll just take the beat you a quantity. Yeah, we'll we'll beat you a quantity and the licenses that might really hurt you, like FIFA. The only reason why FIFA is still relevant is because they're keeping a couple of important <laughs> leagues away from Pez. But if mm. Pez had those leagues, FIFA <clears throat> would be shit. If if any other company could make a simulation football game, EA would be in trouble. They people that people need to realize, like you said, you're right. You people need to realize people can talk about two K all they want. But people don't realize how close NFL Fever was to being like a, a full-on type of sim game. Mm -hmm. Fever was really good. I mean, really good. Like, people just don't talk about it. Same thing with, um, like, DJ. DJ played this game, the um, the basketball, Inside Drive. Inside Drive, Drive yeah. That was another one. Was really a lot good. of people don't talk about, and those games were in-house. They made it off the Xbox. They didn't have to worry about playing on different platforms so See, it's saying i mean it's saying, oh go ahead go ahead dj i'm about to say and that's the problem it's like you know 360 was the last time you really saw the good games coming from microsoft and they didn't right. have, like you said they didn't have to go out and and get studios to come to them and just sit and chill because basically this is what's going on is that right. they brought these studios in and they're just chilling y'all don't realize and that's another thing. Y'all don't realize yeah. even the NBA and the NFL 2K series, a lot of people talk about the Dreamcast versions of the game because they were polished very well. Nobody didn't want to play NFL 2K3, NFL 2K4 at one point. <clears throat> I ain't going to say 2K4, but definitely nobody wanted to play 2K3 when it first came on to the PS2 and the original Xbox because that was their first year branching out to other consoles. Even with NFL 2K2, a lot of people still say that game was the better version on the Dreamcast compared to the Xbox and the PS2. It took it took 2K almost down there three to I'm not gonna say three. Yeah, it almost took um 2K almost three years to get their football game right on the Xbox and the PS2. But it's just you see what I mean? It's like, but that's the funny thing. It's like Xbox is almost like EA as far as franchise mode and their fans. It's like. We want new exclusives. Well, here's Bethesda. 
No, no. We want new exclusives. Real yeah, IPs. But, yeah, but, but we have we have Bethesda though. No, but we want new exciting ones like Sony gives us every we want we want Microsoft Studios type shit. Right. I, I, but, I, but we have Bethesda. Like look, no. Look, I, I just look at it like this. What game would you consider a banger from Bethesda? There's right no. now, like I said, like the, the, I said earlier, the only game that I really liked was Wolfenstein One and Two, and that was what three, four, five years ago when it came. And out. those aren't heavy hitters. Oh my god! No, wait till this game comes out. They're not for the year. That's what I'm Dang. talking about. You can buy up all these studios you want, but like we just said, you know, quality what? doesn't Com- equal quality. Complimentary does make a point. Fallout is a banger, but I don't think it's because of the quality. I think it's because of the following. People love Fallout. It, it's almost like. It's almost like that that old game that gives you really good memories, and every time it comes out, it still gives you enough so everybody goes and buy the games. It they, they had the Fallout just has a big following. I think. Just, Fall- oh, go, go. I, think, I, th- I think with Fallout, the problem was they switched their core. Yeah, they did, but and they went but down even then. But even then, DJ, it still feels like a big hitter because people buy the game. People still buy, buy Fallout seventy six. And that game is still riddled with bugs, but people are still buying it and playing it. it the game just the game itself just had the following. It's almost like Far Cry. Far Cry is another one. That, uh, no, they're not Bethesda, is it? No, that's. I'm about to say I got it mixed up. Okay. Yeah, hold up. Wait a minute. No, no, that Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft. But but, that, but but see here. Here's the thing, right? Now, if Xbox bought somebody like Ubisoft. I was about to say, yeah. Then it's like that's a big they, deal. There's some yeah. franchises here that we can get behind, but they don't have titles that are like, okay, with this company, you're getting oh shit, that's a heavy hitter. No, you can't name any. Yeah, because you you yeah. people talk shit about Ubisoft, but Ubisoft has like some really good yeah. friend, um games. They really do. Yeah, hey, sorry, yeah. Splinter, Splinter Cell, Far Cry. Um, what's the well, name? When, when, they, when they finally Rainbow put Six, out right? a new Splinter Rainbow Cell. Six, yeah, Rainbow yeah. Six is another it's still, one. It's still playing that. It's very so that's what I'm highly saying. competitive game. When you look at Sony, they're coming with these games back to back to back to back. Horizon Zero Dawn, like I said, that was a new franchise for them. But then you got Ghost of Tsushima. Right, I mean, these games keep coming up. They're games that adults want to play, mm-hmm. exclusives, right? But Xbox doesn't have that. There's no game that's like, oh shit, look at this trailer. This is new, and it's something that adults would want to play. Well, shoot, they it's just laughed off games and fucking. You know, yeah, they just laughed off the last trailer for Halo. <laughs> I was like, damn, right. Halo got laughed. They've off. been that's- hanging <laughs> on to those same three franchises, and they were so desperate they had to make a spinoff for. But see, this is the thing. Make Horizon. No, no, but see, the thing is, what they and, and they should not have done this. This is what, they, and I know you may disagree with me with this, Bills. Mm-hmm. What they did was. They took the Project Gotham Racing team, because that used to be an exclusive on Xbox, Project Gotham Racing. They took those guys and put them on the Forza Horizon team. That's why you don't see Project Gotham Racing anymore. Um, I'm trying to think, what other Xbox exclusive? They, they have a, see, I have original Xbox. And if you look, and I can go the a lot of exclusive that they had that they just stopped building on, which they could have done some really nice things with. But even bro, if I oh, like Horizon, but it's like I said... It was a sign of desperation. We have to, we have to basically leech off of our one of our established brands, make a spinoff, 
a more arcadey version for basically the people who can't play motorsports not good enough. And we're right. going to make Forza Horizon. And then every other year, we're going to alternate, which is fine. But it's like, when are you going to come up with things? A- when are you going to come up with ideas that are equal to a Ghost of Shishima or another game like that, that somebody can say, okay, this is a new franchise on Xbox that would make me buy one? But Getting this goes back. Established ones don't count, especially ones that are not top tier established companies. This goes back to what I was saying about the uniqueness of a console. That's what that what makes consoles unique. Like, I but I mean, don't get me wrong. I have a PC now. I do feel a little bit different about exclusives, but this would make consoles consoles. When you had like the uniqueness, the charm, like when you think of Dreamcast, you start thinking about the old 2K series. You think about the Sonic Adventures. You think about Crazy Taxi. You think about all those games that they came out with when the Dreamcast first came out. When you think about PS2, the original God of War. You're thinking about um. Uh, Gran Turismo, you're thinking about Jack and Daxter, like even with the original Xbox, when they had Ninja Gaiden when, I mean, they basically had Tecmo on lock, you, you know, you had Ninja Gaiden, you had Dead or Alive, you had Project Gotham, you had Forza, you had the Halo series it's like, now you don't have you know, those type of things anymore, what's up baby, your knee hurt okay, come on, come on. my son has this thing now like he'll come in and tell me something wrong with his knee he wants me to kiss it it's okay, come on all right, you good? No, oh, okay, you can give me a hug. Okay, all right. Okay. Your foot? Oh, not now. Your foot hurt. Now your foot. Okay. <laughs> you can't. Your son is like I'm the million dollar man now. You gotta do what I say. Go tell him bye. Goodbye. All right. Bye. He about to go lay down. So he gonna lay down. But yeah, man, that's that's what <laughs> you that's funny. What... Expect Pooh on the money. <laughs> oh my god, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so but stupid. yeah, I mean, that's that's truly what Xbox is missing. I mean, shit, come up with another Cuphead. You know, something, yeah. something new and original that people. You know what though? When that came out, when game, when that came out, yeah, no, it looks like one. But when that came out. Originally for the Xbox, that honestly made people want to buy an Xbox. I, I oh, can yeah, admit that because people wanted to buy it. it yeah, so people different that people really wanted to play that game just to see what it was. But as far as RPGs mm-hmm. and realistic, you know, I mean, they just Xbox doesn't have it. They don't have. It's like their originality went out the window with Gears and Halo. It's right, like, right. It just exactly. seems like Microsoft is playing defense. You buy these studios, but don't do anything with we'll them. Play, it's we'll purely a defensive tactic. Right. And maximize and maximize <laughs> the performance on multiplats, and that's what they're rolling with right it, now. All right. And and even though they are the yeah. more powerful platform, at the end of the day, what they build internally should maximize their more powerful console, but they don't. They haven't done it. They haven't. They, they, seriously, like, like Xbox haven't. They haven't took advantage of their powerful console since the original Xbox. Right. Even with the 360, they wasn't the most powerful one. It was just a more compatible one. That's why most games ran better on the 360. But they mm-hmm. never took advantage of the power since the original Xbox. Even with Xbox Series, I mean Xbox One X, they they didn't do it then. So it's like it's like Sony is the Republicans and the Democrats are Microsoft. <laughs> you have the power, but you refuse to use it, and Sony uses the power no matter what. Right. It's, it's, it's sad because, like, 
you really you really want to see like as a person that has an Xbox, you want to see games that are from that like that in-house company that you want to play that are interesting that you see the trailer and it's like it'll make you feel the same way if it was Spider-Man or Horizon Zero Dawn or any game going down the line, but they just don't have any. They have the games you'll scroll through Game Pass and say, oh, that looks fun. You scroll through the indie games, you scroll through the new games and some of the exclusives look fun, but you're not amped to play them. You stumble across them and say, hey, you know a game's good that I didn't know about? Blank. It's like, yeah, that's fine, but you don't have any anticipated exclusives like year in, year out. You don't have any other than Halo and gears and how long are they gonna are they gonna live off of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I mean, indication that they're living off of it is remake, 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 remake. A package of a remake. We're gonna put all these games on Game Pass so you can play them. They're they're just living off of, you know. It's like how, like how is it a down year for Xbox if Forza doesn't release? It's like automatically a down year. Like oh shit, oh, you know. Well, that that that, that that right there that that tells you what you know the state of the clu- exclusives when they do right. that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that, that's yeah, it is terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking Forza. I'm I'm I love Forza. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it, but you know, like you said, they need to have a just. I, I think they'll be okay if they had like two, maybe three more exclusives. It'd be great. And I'm talking about real ones. The Microsoft, yeah. my, like I said, Microsoft has. And I don't know why they didn't build on this. They have the exclusive exclusive rights to high heat baseball. Instead of letting Sony bring their game over and make money off you, why didn't you make your own game? Make high heat baseball. High heat baseball was actually a pretty good game. I thought I thought Microsoft also had the exclusive on one of the baseball games that was currently out. Not MLB, obviously not MLB. The show. Yeah, well, I thought they, they did too. But start I think throwing it, money into that because. Yeah. Me, I, I get. I, I personally thought they should have made. You talk about games from the ground up. I thought they should have made one on High Heat Baseball. That game was really good, and um, I, I, I recently was playing that game on um original Xbox. It's a really good game, and I don't know why they never picked up on it. It's just it's Microsoft should, you know, if if bases if they could resurrect bases loaded. Right. Exactly. It's like how can you not come? How can you not look? At what Sony has for exclusives and say, okay, this is what they don't have. We're going to work on this. We're going to create a game that maybe they don't have it based on this theme. I mean, because, you know, you have you have the zombie game. You have the zombie apocalypse game. You got the baseball game, but now that's coming over to Xbox. You got Uncharted, which is kind of, eh, I guess, too much. adventure game. Yeah, too yeah. Tomb but like they can't. Is, there's nothing they can find. Like oh shit. Well you know we can we can make this because they don't. It's like no. Like what are they doing board meetings when they talk about exclusives? Like I got. We have we have Halo and, and Gears of War. Let's just keep working on these fucking multiplats and maximizing them because that's what people care about. No, that's not what they care about. Your team is the laughing stock every single E3 because you bring the same shit every single time. There's no awe factor to it. Oh, but speaking, you it's, oh, speaking of which, then this year's E3 is canceled again. So, oh, did they? I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I've read that somewhere that oh. they canceled it again. So I can check yeah. just to make sure. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I wouldn't be surprised. But I, I just didn't hear. I didn't hear about it. State of franchise two K making another game. Remember, they're the, they're the team that takes their ball and goes home. That's what they do. That's what 2K does. We talked about this one episode. If there's any type, people talk about EA and competition. Let's be honest, 2K, 2K's done it in way more sports. Alone. I, I, I will put it like this. Yeah, I, I, I'll put it like this. EA is afraid of competition to a certain extent, but I think 2K is worse because 
EA is scared of competition because they say, you know what, we'll just throw money at it and you just can't outbid us. Yep. The, that that's that's bad within itself. What 2K does, they know that a license is open or they have a way to make a game and they just okay. don't do it. Take the out of the race. That, okay. And that, yeah, that, that 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 will make it worse. It's one thing to just say, "Hey, we got outbid, we can't do it." But mm-hmm. no, it's like if you really wanted to, you could make another APF. If you really wanted to, you can make a baseball game. And they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna do wrestling." Hey, okay, All right. okay. So this so this is what we know about E three so far. So it says science. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. NHL 2K, another one. Ah, but, but go ahead. DJ. But yeah, so update on that E3 thing I was saying. So it says the signs are pointing to a digital showcase this year because the uh, Los Angeles government just announced that the live portion is not going forward. So, okay, okay. So that's what we have so far. So it's not all the way canceled, but at least the live portion, like you can go out there. And it's funny with all these states reopening, like I just mentioned in Maryland. That's the right. deal to E3 though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the thing yeah, the thing about that, I think I, I think California is in a different space when it comes to this COVID thing. I, I yeah, I I don't have no problem with them. You know how I feel about this COVID thing, but I think we're over there, California's just a little bit different when it comes to bringing people together because that, that'll bring a lot of people together if they try to open up. Probably more than what it needs to be. I just know this whole thing with all these states reopening. I'm now on the side where it's just all political, no matter which way you want to oh, keep, yeah. keep it closed yeah. or keep it open. It's just all political at this point. Yeah, and, 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 another, and another reason why I say about the E3, I mean, we're dealing with, I don't want to say this wrong way. We're dealing with a bunch of grown nerds that don't listen. <laughs> and y'all know how I feel about it. I said, I don't mind nothing being, I don't mind having things open. I always, I always put the onus on the individual <laughs> And those individuals, they're, they're not going to listen. I, 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 I would highly would doubt that any of those uh, grown nerds will be wearing masks and doing the right thing. They just won't. I know they don't. Hell, they don't even do. Some of them guys don't even have proper hygiene when it's regular. So can you imagine? Oh, you know what I mean? So it's like this is one This is one of the moments I'll say, yeah, we're good on letting y'all do whatever. Because those guys don't shower, they they mouse and keyboard, they, they, and they, they they wake up and go to their computer, watch face. Right, exactly. So right. The, you, the mask is just the least of your worries around them, you know. They're like Morris, take out the trash. Then you look back, and then when you look back, it's not just it's not just the trash he's talking about. He has trash all over his room because he ain't been out of the room in three months. Like, oh Jesus! Yeah, so like I said, the mask is the least of your worries with them. Like, could you open up the window and the stench I can smell from a mile away? Right, like a thirty-year-old nerd. <laughs> Stay in franchise, like fuck you, mom. Right, yeah, fuck you, mom. Right. I'm, le- I'm, I'm leveling. I'm leveling up in in a gonad um, MMA or something like that. What they call those games? Those League of Legends? MOM or MMA or? Mo Mmo yeah Mmo yeah go that Mmo I'm leveling up two nuts and level three away wow (laughs) it's crazy but I mean I think at the end of the day I think um I I I don't know how much this a benefit when it comes to Microsoft and Bethesda because they're still saying like some games that are already in development are still going to go to Sony but they're saying like some games that are like um that are in the beginning stages of development. 
they're going to be exclusive, but I think it's going to be like a timed exclusive thing. I think it's going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC for maybe a year or so. I think it'll end up on Sony. I think it's just too much money to be made to just keep something locked away. That That's just my opinion. Right. I'd be highly surprised. So are we saying that Microsoft is now being the CDC sending out confusing messaging and double talk and oh yeah and, and they're, gonna, they're, gonna make, they're gonna make an announcement and they'll be like you know what Change, check that we're, we're gonna do something yeah, i mean i mean what, what 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 game that was that was on xbox by itself and went rise of the tomb raider oh yeah yeah it was on xbox for a while and then money talked and they they shot it over to sony mm-hmm. so it was like yeah the cup had the same way yep cuphead the same way. Microsoft only PC, but I will PC, say that Microsoft I, only, and then I will, I, I will say about I will say about that game though. To, Tomb Raider was a timed exclusive because of you know basically you know how it was played out, and it was I think it was an option to keep it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. The problem with um, Cuphead, Cuphead was originally just supposed to stay on right Xbox, but it was so popular they, it, it got out of control. They couldn't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. It ended up going on Switch. And end up going on PS4 because it was just too popular. So I don't think Bethesda be like that. I don't think none of their games would get that popular. But Cuphead was one of those examples. Um, Wisconsin and USC, uh, there are uh, two more teams that opt out of the game that's supposed to be coming up for EA Sports. USC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah USC is another one. Now my yeah, so my. Less appealing. But did I not say this though? Like US, like Notre Dame is a rival of USC. They they battle for the Shalak Trophy or something like that every year. Yeah. Shalali. Yes, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. You know, I, you know, I can't read. So <laughs> Shalali. I don't know what it's called. Because no, he said Shalali, I'm thinking Finley from WWE. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. So since those two teams are rivals, I can see it happening, and 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 it did. Wisconsin is out as well. Um, there's some other teams we're gonna look up. Um, I got the screen. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna put the screen up. It's like like three or four more teams that backed off. But those yeah, are the standard, teams. standard franchise sports puts is damn no USC. No, they're gonna be uh, UCS. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're gonna put Right. Oh, let me pull this up so we can look at the teams. It's funny because like their name in itself is generic. Like, like, like you would think that the d- generic name would be Southern California, but that's literally their name. I'm so, gonna yeah, book. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna bookmark this website because they they have a tracking update at the bottom. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep this, this up. Yeah, that's gonna be a nice little website to just watch. But like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep this up. So I'm gonna go down where here's are the schools that are out, and these are the ones that are in. So as of right now, East Carolina, nothing. All the ones that are blank has not. Yeah, the ones that are blank, they just haven't said anything. Uh, everybody who says nothing yet, they just said no comment at the mo- at the moment. Um, Tulane is out. Uh, let's see, TCU. This is another one that's out. out. TCU is out. Can y'all see that? I can see it. Now you can see it better. Much better. Low key, low key important one too. Yeah, TCU is. Yeah, exactly. Um, then you got Northwestern. We knew about them already. There's Wisconsin. They're out. Um, Notre Dame. We knew about them. They're out. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Did did they put them in the ACC again? I mean, as far as this site or Independence. Okay. Not Independence. In the Independence. That's gonna Uh, be. That's gonna be interesting. If Army, Navy, Air Force, and I guess those, if they were to opt out. Yeah, that would be interesting. Fresno Fresno State is out. It'd be interesting because I think the cadets get paid anyway. Yeah, I think they do. Because they're that's the right. 
Yeah, there. But you know, I mean, you know, the NCAA ain't gonna go after them. They're, they're, what, what the fuck, the NCAA? What the NCAA gonna do with that? Uh, the arm, uh, army. You guys can't pay your players. Like, do you know who we are? <laughs> like, the <laughs> <laughs> universities in university. See a cop. Let's see who else. Um, you. Oh, no, I'm about to say UCLA. Yeah, USC. There is right there. They're out. Terrible. So uh, look at all. This is interesting though. Look at all the SEC teams. All of them said no comment as of right now. Nothing that. Nothing yet. Auburn said nothing. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, LSU, Mississippi State. All most of them just basically said nothing yet. Mm. Sun Belt. Um. Hey, look who's in. All right. All right. Def- definitely not getting that game. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> but it's how we end. Everybody be the only team playable in the world. I know, right? This, this team needs to be this team needs to be completely out just because oh, wait, what, what, what about away. Coastal Carolina? They're in. No, they're in. Coastal Carolina's in. Um, I think that's pretty much Troy is Troy. in as well. I, Troy is in. Yeah, so they basically need, they definitely need the money. Yeah, so you you got the, you got the the teams that are out and the ones that are in. Um, before we go to the comments, because are not comment, but they each I think most of the teams made a statement on why they're in or out. We'll talk about that in a second. I want you guys um uh thoughts about these two teams that that we know now. Oh, obviously we know TCU and Fresno State as well. Um, Bills, what are your thoughts about the, these these well right now four teams that we know that are out? Shut up! Everybody said Devon University. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, hold on. What's that? What's that? What's that? Um, that college that um, Lil Romeo be rapping about? I don't. Know. <laughs> Y'all I seen don't the commercial? Who I listens mean, to Lil Romeo. It's a commercial. Wait, it's like, I, I, it's like so. I know somebody in the comment section. You know, it's like ID DC College or something like that. It's, it's a weird. It's, it's a, a little pick, lame. It's a pick a yeah, that ID IDCP or something. Or yeah, something. exactly. That's- <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be in the game. Limestone College is going to be in there. I don't collect paper. What the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't collect paper college. <laughs> um, well, I mean, Fresno State was like, we're out there. Everybody's like, yeah, okay, who gives a fuck? But uh, IDT, USC. IDT College. I don't graduate college. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, yeah, USC is a major one. Yeah, that's, uh, that was a, yeah, that's a big one. I think the ten or so that we made, like, oh, they're not in. Then can't re- can't revisit OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin is another major one uh, for the tradition, more so, right? I mean, yeah, because they, they do have yeah, franchise sports. Don't you mean make us say um uh college? No, I told you, Lil Romeo is his son. Has to be. But I'm saying, no. I know Lil Romeo is his son. I, That's I, what I'm saying. That's why the ICDC are. Yeah, but again, I, nobody listens to his son, so we wouldn't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Again, I uh, do DJ, what are your thoughts about those teams like TCU, Fresno State, about them opting out? It's like it seems like it's growing more and more now. Well, as far as USC, the Brown family can't collect on OJ's uh, money because of that. So, um, no, it doesn't matter the history. <laughs> They're gonna show OJ clips at some point. They're like They're money, money, no yeah, halftime. yeah, money, money. But, They're gonna um, have a no limit halftime show. You say nineteen ninety nine? You that be no? Nah, that be that that'll be a uh, southern. So. Matter of fact, did we, did, we didn't even show any of the historically black colleges. What the fuck is up with this website? Did it show like the MIAC or anything? Hey, they said, look, DJ, they never, wow. they never, what, what, oh. DJ, they never was in the game. They wasn't in the game since what? The Still, PS2 days. 
At this point, they they need to get them in the game. I agree, but they don't put none of the FCS teams in that, for some reason. Which is that was one year they had them in there. Yeah, that was a PS2 days. But still, get them back in the game. Well, shit, talk to the NBA. Clearly, they care so much. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, USC is a big one. That, that yeah, as a, I'm like, you, you can only surmise that UCLA will be next. Uh, yeah, California yeah. be next. Uh, yeah, Stan- see, it, 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 probably be next. Stan- Stanford. I'm surprised Stanford didn't uh, didn't back out because of um um Notre Dame because they have a rivalry as well. This is going to be just like the COVID thing. One team says they're out, and everybody else is like, "Well, guess where?" Now I'm let's going. talk. Now let's talk about some of the teams that are in. Now this sounds suspect with some of them that you're listening. Now now these are the teams that are. This is statements that are in. Colorado says they're and they said we're continually modern monitoring. The evolving landscape surrounding the student athlete NIL. EA Sports releases match up to the timing of 2023. Okay. So they're monitoring it. What you think about that? You think they're in 100 percent Well, maybe some of they're the students... depending on some info about the students being able to get paid down the road. Well, Michigan. The... So I'm about to say some of Colorado students are already getting paid. They selling weed on the side. Right. Michigan, we've decided to move forward with participation in the EA Sports game relaunch at, at this time and have the vi- ability to reevaluate once we learn more about the impact of the future of the NLL legislation could have on this video game proposal. They're like saying, we're in right now, but if some bullshit happened, we're out. That's, that's what, what that I was saying. Like. I was like, yeah, was, that's what I was looking at. Like, we have the ability to Yeah. Yes. Uh, Miami, the University of Miami has agreed to participate in the uncom- upcoming version of EA Sports College football video game, which means, which currently means, University of Miami will solely represent by our institutional brand and marks. When the NCAA and or state laws allow for group licensing, that's another word for players getting paid, we are in fully support of those measures as it will benefit our student athletes. So they're, they're basically saying they're all in. You know what that means is we already paying our players like we always have. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it'll be more money by the time. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, they're basically saying they're in, and they're just like, when when I could pay the players, we're in. You you can tell, as you read these descriptions, you can tell which colleges really looked into what the game is going to do. They already know the players. You can tell Miami knows. Miami knows what's up. They basically know what's up. Nebraska, they okay. TLDR. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do uh, say University of Nebraska welcomes the opportunity. We are in favor of a national solution, uh, which provide okay. EA college sports promotes college. The so basically, they're college yeah, they're, they're, they're like they're covering their ass as EA yeah, sports they, already they, committed. We look forward at the time when our see here it is right here. As EA Sports are already committed, we look forward to the time when our student athletes will be yeah, allowed yeah. to benefit. So they they say they're in, but they're like they're they. That's if, a pun. Nah, they seem like no, they seem like they're basically in regardless. It, but they're anticipating the students being able to get played uh, paid too. Because what I'm looking at is EA Sports. Uh, what does it say? While we're in favor of the solution, this provides a great opportunity for Husker Nation to participate. They say, look, yeah, that's true. Kidding? So it's the basically same thing that Miami said, but longer. No, they they, they just basically pump faking. Miami said they're in. This is, my, I, this is what I kind of take from it. Nebraska said it too. I think they're saying it, but I, I think... I, I got like got one it. foot in. Good. Yeah, I, I, 
Yeah, I, I feel like the one foot thing in too because if they strike it down and say that their players can't get paid, Nebraska seems like they're more inclined to back out more than Miami does. That's not what mm-hmm. I see because they said while we're in favor of the national solution, this provides a great opportunity for Husker Nation to participate. So they're basically saying as long as our team is in the game, whatever. An opportunity that that's that's one. They pump fake you. Yeah. Penn State. Penn State approval to move forward with the new EA Sports College game was conditioned on being able to monitor the development of the program with they the ability to. You don't want to have a backdoor out. Penn State telling you right now, yeah, Penn State, you really don't want a backdoor out. And Sandusky done told you all that. <laughs> That motherfuckers looking for a back door out because they've been looking for back doors in way too often. But it says right here, it said they tell me right now, it says approval to move forward with the ability to withdraw if it does not mean university ability to pull out. I don't I don't think they're gonna be in. Uh, if, if she is no, the they, fan, they're out. Well, they want to be in. They just don't want to produce any offspring. Boise State made this really big uh, statement. Yeah, let's see. They opted in return. There obviously could be an opportunity with NIL. Which Randy, they go back to picking potatoes. Come on. Why'd they write the a diatribe <laughs> about this shit? Right. Hold up. And back Boy, in 1905, we were thinking minute, about dude. This video again. <laughs> they said, which we have impact. They said we will monitor the situations as things progress. The licensed revenue will, uh, distributed by its return will be invested into the Bronco Life program, a department wide commitment to our student athlete. They're not even trying to pay the players. They're like, yo, the, they tell you the license and revenue distributed by his return will be invested into the Bronco Life program, a department wide <laughs> commitment to our student athletes. Focus on the whole person, emphasizing transition to college. They're not even trying to pay their players. They're not even trying to pay their players. Like, yo, you know, fucking said this is gonna go to our school system. Right? That's what they're saying. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we we're good, but we're not paying a damn soul. This is what they. This is what they're thinking. How many words were we assigned to write this? (laughs) (laughs) Five hundred words. It's a lot of fluff. Yo, Boise, hey, Boise's really not trying to pay their players at all. Wow. <laughs> They're good. Nevada, Nevada did give the initial approval to the CLC, EA Sports Development, uh, let's see, NIL. As with the, any licensee oh, partner, we want to ensure that, uh, that the, a product, all products are in alignment with our mission and guideline principles. So that it will continue to monitor. Okay, so they're EA has sold these schools on the agreement or basically the inclination that they're going to be able to pay these students sometime before the release of this game. Everybody seems like it's hinging on that. Uh-huh. So there's there's right. only two schools we've seen so far that basically said we're in regardless. Everybody right. else is like, all right, let's know. That's basically what it is. Right, like, yeah, we're in if everything's good, but once if, if things get shaky, we're, we're, we're backing out. All right, right, let's hear from the schools that are out. All right, statements that are out. Uh, Fresno State. Jesus Christ! Why did Why don't they just say we out? That's it. However, it said. However, it's also important that we move forward. We are conscious of this new era of intercollegiate athletes and what is on the horizon. What? With that in mind, Fresno State will not participate in the new video game platform until there's some resolution of how we, as an industry, 
are collectively moving forward with the governance and aspects of NIL. Okay, so anybody said uh, we don't know what we're going to do. We don't know what's happening. I mean, so we're out. Nothing concrete. So we're out. I'm about to say, right. if I was grading that paper, I'm like, this is all fluff. I just need this. And right. Notre Dame said, however, participating in the game until such time rules have been finalized, government participation of our student athletes. As those rules are developed, it is our st strong desire that student athletes will be allowed to benefit directly from allowing their name, image, and performance. So basically, they're not in until they know that they're going to nah, be. Nah, they're, they're deemed a fucking hypocrite. Let me tell you something. There'll be a, this would be a terrible drinking game if we went through this list and saw how many how many uh, schools use however. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, look, 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 TCU just said straight up, as we continue to closely monitor the, the, the name, image, and likeness landscape, TCU participation in return to EA's college football is currently on hold. See, that, that, that that's just straight to the point. Like, look, they're like, no, we're on hold. We don't, we don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Tulane, while I, while I, okay, I, all right, many, while I just, wait, what wait, the wait, hell? While I... It's, what the fuck? It's, it's probably just a statement from the per, that's why it's just a personal. While I join many in looking forward to re, okay, in return of the video game, however, Tulane University will not be, yeah, will not be a part of the game until our student athletes are able to receive compensation for the use. In it. So that's it, right there. Yeah, they're, they're not until they be able to be, uh, yeah, but EA already said they're not that that's not in the game, right? So they're wow. Wisconsin, as the landscape of around college football, um, college athletes continue to develop. UW Madison, who the hell is you? Is that the? Oh, Madison. Okay, that's the name. Yeah, that's about to say. Yeah, that's yeah. the name. Is opting out to participate at this time. See, why everybody can't just say what, what Wisconsin and TCU right. did? They're like, hey, we're, we're good. Like, uh, we in it, but uh. oh boy, Appalachian State. Okay, here we go. Appalachian State. We're we, we have not decided yet because we're still making love <laughs> to our goats. All right. <laughs> <laughs> middle, see, uh, middle. Wait a minute, was it? No, nah, no. Nah, Middle I'm, I'm, Tennessee I'm, I'm, State's uh, historically black colleges, or uh, -uh, no, uh, uh, not Mid Tennessee, uh, uh. Because isn't that the one Jerry Jerry Rice came from, or was it? Oh, this stick them using bitch. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, where he came from? Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Okay, okay what's Kentucky it's exciting that EA Sports is engaging in college football game again. We are currently reviewing the, what they have proposed, so they're just waiting. Mid Tennessee said we're currently awaiting valuation. Y'all better accept it, y'all sorry asses. Missouri said we have significant interest. However, at this time we have not signed anything. We are talking, uh, taking a wait and see approach. Okay. EA, right? like, EA to Missouri is like you're gonna be in the game regardless. Right. Y'all have to sign shit. <laughs> um, Rice said we're keeping our options open until final decision. You know, a lot of people I've noticed a lot of people that, that I've ran across they actually play with this team on that game, and I don't know why. I played against them, beat the hell out of them in one of my yeah. I, a lot of I, I think a lot of people like to use them as their jump off point when they're trying to start a French uh, a dynasty. Yeah, they do. They're but they're that, on TV, I guess. On a so, so, what's the saying? You can't go wrong with Rice. No, for some reason, a lot, this team has like a really big following, and I don't know why. I mean, it's a team in Texas. I guess that has something to do with it. And then when they name the players, they name them Uncle Ben. Oh, come on. <laughs> Texas A&M, um, they're waiting to see. They continue to monitor. Washington State uh, will continue to monitor. Um, now they're going down the timeline, so there's no other teams at the moment. So, yeah. uh, so 
it's a lot of PR. I mean, outside of Miami and, and Nebraska, they're, they're the ones that are pretty much saying, like, look, we're all in as far as statements, but you have all these other teams saying that they're in so far. So there's gonna be a lot of custom like Yeah, I, I I mean if they, I don't know when this game I don't know when this game is um gonna be released, but um whenever it comes out, I can probably see at least another probably twenty. Well, Twenty teams. I tell you what. Well, whoever's making this game, because it's not going to be uh, Rex Dixon, because he's uh, wrapped up in Sony. So, motherfucker <laughs> well, doing music in Sony. Hey, but he's the in there. Companies. That, oh, yeah, he's in there. Yeah, that's the thing. He's in there though. They, they EA can't snatch him back up. You know, after they threw him out, he wanted to fix the game, but uh, they was like, "Nah, we ain't fixing the shit." Preliminary sports as how do you throw the alley oops in, in NCAA 2K8? I think it's left button, I mean left uh shoulder button and circle. Um, but you can go to the tutorial. They show you how to do it if you go into the tutorial. Now I was gonna say we're now we're stuck with practice team court. <laughs> practice team. All right, you know, I gotta give them guys all seriousness to the you know, I gotta give them guys credit. They did. They did a pretty good job with the update on the on the franchise. That the logic is actually really good. People who are watching in the chat, they can they can vouch that some of the logic actually made sense. Like, um, you know, with Tom Brady getting no, I don't even know. I think Tom Brady retired after the season was over. I'm not sure. But they needed a bit. She played until he's 45, bro. They yeah, they needed a quarterback. So what happened was I I traded off Derek Carr to them and it worked. And because they needed a quarterback, a lot of the draft picks actually made sense. The, you know what the you some of was that what you should have did was you should have not traded them Derek Carr <laughs> and seen what happened if they didn't get a quarterback. See what that quarterback situation looked like. That would have been interesting. Well, I will say the flip side of that, you did get um a team that needed quarterbacks. They did pick them up. Um, obviously with the Jaguars, they got Trevor Lawrence. Um. Roethlisberger is not the answer, so I don't know how Justin Fields end up dropping, but he ended up dropping to the Steelers. I think the Steelers' record was a little bit different. I don't think it actually reflects the real life of the draft that we see now. What I but um, the monitor throughout the season to see if there's some sort of competition going there. Right. Yeah, I'm going to do that as well. But um, like like I said, I mean, with DJ's team, they did exactly what they were, like he wanted them to do, and it made sense. So I, I, I got to give them credit with the logic and uh, to, the, the, the logic did make sense. But I'm still trying to figure out how the hell the Patriots end up getting Najee Harris and Devontae Smith. That That's nuts how they end up getting both of them. I don't know how they did that. Those want to watch Belichick burn. Bro, he's not even relevant right now. Uh, when are we doing a mock drafts? Um, probably within the next week or week after next because the, the draft is at the end of the month. So we, I want to wait till everybody gets their stuff together when it comes to, uh, you know, draft pro days or who's going to actually, um, who you know, wants the scouts start to slot them or whatever. We're going to find out how we will do our mock drafts. Then, um, Bills, you wanted to talk about something uh, earlier, didn't you? Oh yeah, I forgot to clip the play that I was looking at, but we can talk about it because. Me and DJ talked about this before, but I don't think we talked about it at length on the podcast. Well, we didn't, and we didn't talk about the particulars of yesteryear's rules concerning. I, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Wait a minute. Wait, what happened? 
the draft is April 29th. Wow, I didn't know it was that yeah, far bro, away. It's always in April. That's why yeah. I, I know it's in I know it's in April, yes. but uh, it I thought it was more like, like in a, April. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it would be that far away. That's kind of, I guess, because of COVID. I guess because it usually be like the middle of April. So, state of franchise should like this conversation. Hopefully, if OG's listening, uh, he should like this conversation as well because we're going to talk about some rules. Of course, I dropped my mic again. Hey, you don't love that mic. You just bought it and you're abusing it. Because right. my fucking auxiliary cord is broken, so it's like wrapped around the back of the mic. And every time I move, even the slightest bit, it fucking falls. Uh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I sent a screenshot to the DM. Can you put that up real quick? All right, let me get it. I'm gonna explain some of the stuff here. Did you send it already? Cause I don't. I didn't yeah, get it's it. in the DMs. Oh, the one that's from earlier. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. There you go. All right. So, some interesting things here. Uh, let me just preface this by saying, um, for those of you who don't know. Or didn't watch basketball, haven't watched basketball from the 80s. Basically, there was something in the NBA prior to, I'd say, 2001, 2002. It was called illegal defense. And here, they call it zone defense. It's basically illegal defense. And this will explain exactly what illegal defense is. So, basically, it says zone defense rules clarify with new rules for illegal defense alignments. Weak side defenders may be in defensive position within outside lane 16 feet with no time limit but within the inside lane 12 feet for no longer than 2.9 seconds now Mm -hmm. the outside lane is basically the exterior part of the free throw line the inside lane obviously is the paint weak side defenders which would i I guess they're going to look at it as the left side that's usually the weak side so the left side of the court um Basically, they can be there as long as they want to on the weak side, but on the strong side, we're going to get to that part. They they can't they can't stay there in that area without guarding somebody. Uh, B defender is allowed within inside lane as long as he is closely guarding a player adjacent to the three point line, uh, the three second lane. This is already a rule. That's basically the defensive three seconds rule. Um, if a play, if you're near a player, if you're guarding him, if he's within arm's length, you can stay in the paint as long as you want to. Obviously, one of you are eventually going to get called for three seconds, right? I mean, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. But so, so usually they're not in the lane for that long. Uh, refs don't call three seconds probably as much as they should. Um, but, you know, that would slow down the game if they called it three seconds. It's kind of like calling a holding on every play. Um, now, this one is is where I, I took issue with the legal defense. This is where I began to take issue with this. Player without the ball may not be double teamed from the weak side. So basically, that means, let's say, and I saw this example in uh, the Pistons-Celtics game I was watching from 87. Um, basically, what happened was they were isolating Adrian Dantley on the weak side, um, like constantly isolating him. I mean, three four four times in a row right and uh let's see what franchise so weak side equals opposite yeah side opposite where the ball is um so yeah dantley was isolating on on mikhail and he had the speed advantage on mikhail so what they ended up doing was one time the Celtics came down and actually mikhail played mikhail played top side or i should say bottom side and bird played top side and they basically doubled him off ball which is illegal 
they didn't call it, but the only reason they didn't call it is because I believe Bird's defender, Bird's assignment was not above the three-point line. Now we're going to get to that part here in a second. Offensive player above the foul line and inside circle must be played by a defender inside of the dotted line. Um, that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, they're just uh, they're essentially saying you can't play zone defense. They're just covering each zone. That's basically what they're doing. If the offensive player above the top of the circle, it is above the top of the circle. Defender must come to a position above the foul line or remain in either outside lane. So that basically is saying what I was talking about, where Bird's guy was not above. The, up, the, the top circle, which would have been the three-point line. So he technically could still double there, but, you know, it's kind of like splitting hairs. Uh, defender on the cutter must follow the cutter, switch, or double-team the ball. That's the other issue I have. So let's, let's break this down here. Back in the 80s, teams did not have offensive players reside so much on the, you know, uh, outside of three-point line. So the spacing was a little restricted at times. With that, they did allow basically teams to put four players on one side of the court and the guy that was isolating on the other side. That's not allowed anymore. Um, But what ended up happening was the fact that you couldn't zone up against players basically allowed them to exploit a mismatch over and over and over again. And you would have to basically come and bring a straight-up double team, not halfway You'd have to come and basically bring a straight up double team to a guy if your if your uh, guy that you're defending was above the three point line. This created a lot of cert- of, of issues as far as helping on people because you basically couldn't pre rotate. That's that's essentially what all these rules are saying is you can't pre rotate. Now Smitty, shout out to Smitty. Smitty made this argument, and I don't know why. Hold on, hold on. we talking about the same standard, Smitty. We're talking about some standard Smitty. Okay. No, I was just asking. Uh, that's oh, not supposed to be funny, man. Man, I'm going to get my, my, my business, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all got jokes. No, so, so Smitty made an argument that said, well, they didn't call it that much anyway, so it wasn't that much of – it wasn't that big of an impact. Well, the reason they didn't call it that much was because guys weren't standing outside the key like they are today. So they mm-hmm. couldn't call it because technically it was within the rules. So when he says, yes, there was help defense – yeah, sure, there was help defense, but a lot of times they got there late because they couldn't zone up on guys. Now, if LeBron James or Kevin Durant or you name it has the ball on the left wing, which is the strong side, you can have a defender at the box. You could have a defender at the foul line, and, and you, you couldn't do that back then, especially if their guys were on the perimeter, which nowadays they're all pretty much going to be on the perimeter because they, the, they can't do the four guys on one side isolation anymore. To me, this hindered defensive basketball because, A, players didn't have the foot speed to rotate they do nowadays, and, B, offensive players were way too skilled back then, especially against these on-ball defenders that were guarding them. Now, Chicago didn't isolate Jordan that much, even before the triangle, as drastically as they did with Adrian Dantley, but Detroit was, like, abusing this shit. I mean, it was, like, every time down – Mikhail and Dantley and the other three or four players would bunch up on the other side of the court, like within the foul line, which allowed the Celtics to, to kind of still be in the area, but not really quick enough because he drive baseline and nobody could come and help in time. I hated this rule. 
I'm going to get DJ's uh, thoughts in a second. I hated this rule. I'm sorry. I don't think you should hinder what the defense can do to stop a guy. I understand they wanted it to be about individual defense. I understand that they thought this would help the offensive player because guys could already hand check. But honestly, I think a lot of players benefited from those rules as a result because their offensive skills wouldn't have allowed them to flourish against zone defense the way it's played today. So, DJ, I'll get your thoughts on illegal defense, experiences with it, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So, as far as illegal defense, uh, I think the one caveat that, honestly, I didn't like was the committed the committal aspect of it, that you had to send the double team. A lot of teams did get in trouble because they were non-committal on those double teams, even though they were sending a double team. So they would get caught half the time. So it was at a disadvantage of teams that were like, okay, do I want a double team? And yeah, Um, that's interesting about the cutter, following the cutter. You, it's like you have to switch or double team the, the ball. It's like, wait a minute, can I just take on the, the well, that's the switch. So it's just like, yeah, it's like the rules. It takes out tag the the roller too, right? Because, well, in, yeah, okay, they have the tag the roller. Mm-hmm. Um, which for those of you who don't know, it's basically somebody coming through the lane, you're just gonna make sure you you know, touch them up so they, they slow them down. They're not just cutting through freely. It's almost you, like... You still, you still want this up? No, you can get the right of it. Okay, I'll just make sure I did that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, DJ. Yeah, so... And as far as uh, the way offenses used to play with that type of defense, I remember playing youth league, and, you know, I was an isolation baller. So they would put everybody on the side <laughs> when I would go one-on-one with half the players. But I remember our offense used to come out of a stack. So we would come out of a stack. We call a number. One of us flashes out, and then we go ISO from there. That was uh, basically our whole offense. I'm like, we were kids, so that was, like, the only thing we knew. But, yeah, if you apply that type of uh, simplistic basketball offensively, to that type of defense, you be successful more times than not. So today's defenses, they would just load up on anybody who's trying to go ISO. Because because the thing is, and what the NBA didn't realize, I mean, when you have guys – look, I'm not going to besmirch the name of Dominique Wilkins. I'm going to use him as an example. Uh Dominique Wilkins was not the most complete scorer or offensive player we've seen as far as dribbling with both hands, effectively driving left and right. Uh, equally, and you know he wasn't that guy. He had a yeah. Y'all give me y'all give me two seconds. I'm gonna back out for a second. See if I can get the um the comments up because I really want to put the comments on the screen. I'm gonna see if I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it in another window. So I'll be right back. Y'all keep talking. Um. So you know, Dominique wasn't like the the most offensively gifted player. He was crazy athletic, and he was a good finisher around the basket. But as far as zone defense, he wouldn't have been nearly as effective. So my thing is, when I look at that, I say, well, how do these players translate to today? We talked about Michael Jordan. It still didn't work, did it? No, that just didn't work. Um, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan would make the right pass. And he wouldn't force the issue driving into his own defense to average 40 the way people talked about. 
I don't know if Adrian Dantley would be able to, you know, I don't know if Adrian Dantley would be able to adjust to today's zone defense because he had such, you know, he had the leeway to isolate against, you know, whatever defender was too slow at that time because he played power forward and he's like 6'5". The question I have, though, is because a lot lot of these players back in the day, they spent years in college playing against zone defense. So it's just like I kind of question whether somebody would not be able to adjust to it once they got to the pros. Because the thing is, when you're playing man and zone principles, it's different than straight up zone because that's when you really have to just move the ball and no guy is really the focal point of the offense at that point. But when you're playing basically man with zone principles as far as pre-rotate and things like that, it makes it more difficult because then you don't know where these guys are. You know, it's predictable in two, three zone, right? You pretty much know uh-huh. where they're rotating from. But when teams have all these different pre-rotate, pre-rotation principles, it makes it harder to play against man with zone principles because now the help can come from any which way. And that's what really made it difficult for guys to adjust to around 0102 gun. But wait, wait a minute. I distinctly remember a coach implementing what they call a matchup zone. So no one was like, like hey man, you don't get enough of beating up on that mic, man. He ain't do nothing to you, bro. <laughs> I, fucking, I need a new ox core because I'm tired of doing it. It's in there backhanded, Mike. Like, like fuck, the, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I was just messing with you, man. Anyway, but yeah, where it's just like okay, if you're playing a two-three zone and you're in a matchup situ- matchup zone situation where you're not always going to be at the top, if like if you're a guard, because guards use it the top two. Mm. Good thing I have a guard on there because I, I I'm telling myself I, I hit you. the <laughs> yeah, but I didn't hit the mic. That's the, that's the, that was the funny thing about it. You know, I've never seen me hit it either, but um. Uh, but yeah, so the guards are primarily the top two in the two-three defense. So like, if we're in a matchup zone, or yeah, matchup zone, whoever we're guarding, if they're at the top, we're going to be at the top. But if they're in a corner, that's where the guy down low tends. We, I'll stay with him, but I will become that third man in the bottom portion of that two-three, and that big man will, will become the top portion. So it kind of could be like that. Now, obviously, it's still a straight-up zone. But then what about boxing one? Boxing one boxing one is an interesting thing because th- basically boxing one is funneling a guy to a spot, but it's kind of always that same spot because it's mm-hmm. a box. But these days, what you see teams run is mm-hmm. primary defender, pre-rotate off of most guys, Certain guys, like they said, when they cut and they just, you know, they cut and end up going wherever. They can cut through the lane and end up in the corner somewhere. A lot of times they might leave that guy because he can't shoot. So, you know, you see that less and less in NBA these days, but Andre Roberson, they did it, right? He cuts through the lane. Yeah, they left him alone. Nobody nobody cares about him. I mean, shit. You know, worst case scenario, we're helping off of him, and we're helping off of him severely, but you know, back in the day, you couldn't say, okay, Andre Roberson's in the corner. I'm going to bring this guard up to the free throw line that's guarding him. You couldn't Cheers. do that. 
I remember in the playoffs, the Wizards, they 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 looked at Jeff Teague like, go ahead and shoot it. Yeah. This <laughs> is yeah. playing way off of them. But back then, you weren't punishing bad shooters because you weren't allowed to punish bad shooters. They had to have a defender tied to them. Draymond Green's another one. Gets left a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I love I love the pre-rotating principles because it allows your defense to be in position if he gets past that primary defender. But that primary defender will most likely still be there. And in pick and roll, pre-rotating definitely helps. Back in the day, I'm also looking at the fact that, you know, pick and roll literally was a two-man game. And it was very basic. You know, mm-hmm. there weren't many... There wasn't a lot of different things you could do within the pick and roll. You weren't seeing these crazy ass cross court passes. I mean, we talked about some of this stuff. When we talked about Ken Parker mm-hmm. jacking on your podcast. Now yeah. I, I remember, like you know, I don't I follow basketball by having in years, but I remember when pick and roll was literally pick and roll. Like there was yeah. no pick and pop. It was just right. literally you you're going to the rim oh, on the pick and roll until you got uh, Bill's favorite guy and John Stockton. <laughs> yeah, but but, see, but but and here's the thing about about Utah. They, them, and Cleveland were really the first two teams, and Don Nelson as well with Golden State. They were the first three teams to use more spacing to create right. for their pick and roll. Right. But now you got teams that have so much space. They got, you know, the small forward in a corner, in their center in the other corner, and they run a pick and roll with their point guard and their in their power forward. And the power forward's not backing up to the free throw line now, right? Because that used to be basically uh turn to your with your with your inside foot and end up at the free throw line for a pick and pop. Now it's a three-point line. So now when you close to that guy, it creates even more space because now you're scrambling. That back then it wasn't like that. Once you ran pick and roll, everybody was sort of right there because the uh-huh. spacing was so restricted. So, you know, I just look at everybody talking about how there's no defense played these days, and I'm like, if y'all went and looked at – like, I watched the game with Bernard King when he dropped 60. The rotations were so sad. I mean, even when – like, the Knicks were smart because what they did was they basically posted them up on the baseline, and they couldn't really bring help. So it was kind of easy – for them to post him up and he just basically would get, you know, whatever he wanted. But there were times where I'm like, why are you guys so slow to rotate to him? You have to know the rules. Like illegal defense is for when those guys are above the key, but he could have easily been held to, you know, 40 or 30, but that he was getting easy buckets as a result of the legal defense and be the slow rotations because People didn't practice rotating as much as a result of the fact, you know, it, it wasn't a thing back then. You kind of just went based on, you know, proximity to the ball handler, but there was no design for how you were going to rotate, and that was the issue. I think Detroit kind of was just the first team to really um, come up with that. Nemesis Prime says – Shout out to ne- shout out to Nemesis Prime. It's been a while since we've seen him. I'm glad to see yeah, him still around. I know, I know right? Who's Nemesis Prime? Yeah, he's one. Of, yeah, he was one of the first few people that started coming. No, he was watching us on YouTube back then. Oh, he's been around for a while, I think. Zonas for cowards. How? <laughs> um, Zonas for teams that don't have a great on-ball defender. But I mean, 
it, it, I'm like that's that's a that's a streetball attitude. I'm like I remember. I, that. I was just I was just, I was just about to say yeah, that because like, that, that you playing on, if you playing on the park, you cannot play zone. You had like to man you, up. Like you straight, like you straight pussy, nigga. You playing zone, right? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's right. He's right. Teams aren't playing straight up zone for long stretches anymore. They're pre rotating now, and they're funneling guys to certain spots on the court. But they're not playing straight up zone, and I still don't think it's for pussies anyway. I mean, uh, well, Bomani says, I mean, but the thing is, it's not literally saying that about the teams now. But it's like it's a street ball thing. It's, it, it, it it really is a street ball thing. It is a street ball thing, but I mean, like there are few ball, people that really they look at teams that play zone and like, oh, they're cowards. Or like, I think, I think, I think the average fan is under is understands the fact that there are certain teams that just they don't have the defenders to just say we can go one on one the whole have, game even teams that have a defender do it when Kawhi when Kawhi shut down LeBron for 30 points per game in that Spurs series um he was the on-ball defender but they were really zoning up on him and making him take jump shots he was not going to get into that lane they did the same thing in 2007 against him so Zone is used the same reason it's used in professional football. You're conceding something, but you're not revealing exactly what you're conceding. You're conceding something, but they're going to have to react on the fly to see what you're conceding. See, that I look at zone as baiting. That's what it is. You you're just, baiting. Mm-hmm. If you can force... If you can force a guy to take bad jump shot and shit, the Celtics fall into this trap all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about it this year. Finally, I've been talking about the past couple of years with Tatum and Jalen Brown and their shot selection. If you can force a team to take stupid jump shots due to the fact that they can't get through your zone, they can't find the hole, they can't find the shooter, or you're playing perfect defense all around the court and you're all there when their best ball handler gets to the basket, their best player really, then you're doing something great because, look, if that guy that can't shoot happens to be knocking down shots that night, you pat him on the ass and say, hey, you won your team the game. Good job. But you're playing the percentages. And you're saying, look, that motherfucker's not going to beat us. It's no different than a shift in in baseball. It's the same shit. You're conceding something. Baseball's more obvious, obviously. Uh But, um, But that's what it is. And I like that brand of basketball only because it makes the offensive players think a lot more. You know that you know when you look at when you look at players like Kevin Durant sit and break down and Kobe th- that was originally his series detail where he sits and breaks down what each team defensively is doing to a Kevin Durant or LeBron James he broke down Stephen Curry clips all those guys when he sat and broke that down it was amazing because they're seeing this shit honestly a lot of times real time you know there are film sessions in the NBA but it's not nearly as you know deep and detailed as football but when you see a guy like lebron james and chris paul make adjustments on the fly or make adjustments just one possession to the next it's kind of like they're playing 2k in real life i've heard dj playing 2k and he's like oh i see what they're doing i do that i do i do that a lot in madden and I, I, and not just in that, but in football games in general, I literally like comb the 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 field and figure out where I could place the ball. Yeah, because, yeah. because every team, every team in two K, the great thing about two K, every team in two K shows trends. They're gonna show you 
how they're going to play you until you beat it, then they'll change it. It's the same in... in, or, in or, and, and, you know, that's one thing I like about APF. APF does the opposite. If you're beating them one way, and even if the player's designed another way, they'll run the they'll run the defense the same way, but they'll tweak something to try to stop what you tried to do. I noticed that when I was doing the um the practice with my new team the other day. You know, you only could pick one play at a time. There's no random plays, so right. I played one. I played one offense, one defense, and I got a different outcome because I was beating them with it at one point, and then it's the same play. They just adjusted to what they did. I think that's something like. When we talk about AI and logic, that's the next thing Mad needs to do outside of the mode. So yeah, I, we talked it. about 2K5, and you just mentioned 2K8. As far as they the do the same thing, coverage shift yeah. in the same play, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and the funny thing is, um, I'm going to talk about sliders for a second because DJ, I put the offensive awareness back down to one in 2K, and what I found was now the players actually react more with the with the offensive awareness at one than they did with it at 50 or 100. Because now they're literally flowing based on what they're seeing. Yep. They're not going based on what they think is going to happen. They're not going based on the system. And they are going based on the system. But I saw yesterday, I jumped the pick and roll with Jimmy Butler. And instead of still going around that way, he went the other way and burnt me. Because I jumped the screen. So those are the things that you see in real life that are great. Players that can adjust literally possession to possession. Like, oh, shit. You know, they they caught me in this situation where they ran a catch edge that time because I'm hot shooting tonight. So now I got to find the shooter because I know where they're coming from now. And when you have that compared to the 80s where it was kind of like, you know, bang your head up against the wall and, you know, it's just it's a different brand of basketball. And people, they 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 just say it's no defense being played, but that's just it's not the case. And honestly, I give a lot of credit to the on ball defenders these days. Who can still clamp a guy because they're they are those guys are out there uh-huh. who can still clamp a guy without those advantages of being able to hand check a guy, guide him. Yeah, I just saw hand. that the other day with uh Raul Nato. He was able to cl- put the clamps on somebody. I was just like, right. damn, he didn't right. put his hands on. It's like being a corner and being able to play uh press defense without pressing. Cause now you see guys. You know, people talk about there's no specialists these days. I can agree with to to a certain degree, but there are defensive specialists that kind of quarterback those rotations now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you got so much switching going on. You have to know a guy's strengths. You have to know the percentages. That's what analytics come into play, you know. And when you have guys quarterback in the defense, it wasn't like back then. Like I said, a lot of it was man to man. Stay on your man. Hold That's on, son. I, hold on. I want to. I want to say. I didn't know Pooh was still in the chat. Pooh, I know you're a big fan of Sonic, and I know this is way off topic. Go to your PS2 emulator and get this game. Go to your PS2 emulator and see if you can get this game. You will love this game. Uh, I keep talk. Scott, I'm going to send you um, – I could, I could post mines, my, my sliders. Uh, Complimentary, what was your idea? But, yeah, um, yeah, man, like – you know, I, I really enjoy watching basketball, looking at how teams were defending back then, because in what I said, you know, unfortunately in the 80s, if you go back now, there are only certain teams that would translate to today as far as their defensive reactions and defensive rotations. Mm-hmm. Boston and Detroit were really good, especially considering the rule restrictions. But if you watch certain games, like I said, I saw when, you know, Bernard King lit Dallas up in 45, like these dudes, you know, they talk about Jordan playing against plumbers. 
No, not the starters, but what? <laughs> the motherfuckers. Not the on-ball defenders, but good Lord, some of them bums that were out there just reacting late, not reacting at all. And I can't really blame them because, like I said, defensive rotations, they weren't really taught back then. Uh. They weren't. I mean, you know, Hubie Brown, I, I saw Hubie Brown talk about basketball as far as hand checking and he said Jordan would dominate today because they couldn't hand check but he never brought up zone defense and I'm surprised he didn't because if I was the reporter I would ask him well how do you think the ability to zone up against a guy as opposed to before would affect players of yesteryear because we never really saw it you know there were yeah, teams- zone, zone, they, they bought zone in the NBA in what 2002 2001 2002 2001 yeah and then Jordan played in that Jordan played for like one year and they asked him it was like, a year and a half yeah so he, like he said he couldn't stand it he could he said he could not yeah i remember that's what he said it. yeah and i get why he wouldn't like it especially yeah, with that team yeah i mean you gotta think about it you've been basically playing all your life manning mm-hmm. up you know and i mean that's i don't think it's a knock to you know his ability or great it's just like you're accustomed to something and it you know you do something different it's almost similar to like how some of these dbs like uh, a, a defensive back like Steve Atwater or uh, Brock Marion, you know, they probably couldn't play in today's NFL because you really can't cover and hit anybody like you used to. And it's almost the same thing. When Jordan was finding Paxson, that motherfucker was wide open uh-huh. because they right. had to double him, literally double team him. They had to commit to the to that double right. team. To that double team, right. Yeah. But when all of a sudden that read was there and now it's not there anymore mm-hmm. because now you catch the ball and see defender in front of you, defender free throw line, defender opposite box looking at you, and they don't give a fuck about Chris Whitney and you know, Craig. Uh, what was it? What was dude number 20? Um, oh man. Well, Not Craig, Craig Hodges. Craig, well, Craig Hodges was 14. Well, no, Craig Hodges was 14. Yeah, who well, was number 20? The other, the you're, you're talking about on the, on the Wizards at this point. No, I'm oh, talking about the Wizards, yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about, I thought Brent, you were talking about the Bulls. Okay. 20 was Brent Price, but that Brent Price was yeah. still, was long gone by the time Jordan. Played. Right, right. Uh, 20, uh, Larry Hughes? Or Hughes? Yeah. No, 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 you're talking about number 20. I'm talking about number 20 for the oh, Bulls. Like, we're, we're talking about two different things. No, I thought Bills was talking about no, the Wizards. No, I'm talking about the Wizards, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm Oh, oh okay, I'll talk about, I'll think about Pete Myers. Never mind, go ahead, go yeah, ahead, go ahead. But when you give okay. Chris, <laughs> Chris Whitney and fucking Jahidi White and, you know, these guys that are just, you know, whatever, then all of a sudden he's like, well, shit, it's harder to get my shot off. Right. It's harder to find guys late because. Because he's a real player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a real player. We're not making up, people. No, look at, he's a real player. Right. Go, go, go! Look up Tim Toon. Before they got Tyron, who <laughs> that motherfucker was starting for the Wizards. That team was yeah. garbage. No wonder that motherfucker came out of retirement. Well, he put the team together, but still. <laughs> I mean, the point is. <laughs> the point is, zone defense. If if you watch the NBA. He <laughs> said whitening? <laughs> what? <laughs> Christ, Christ whitening? Christ whitening? Christ, Christ whitening? What the hell? Oh, no. But no, seriously. It, <laughs> and, and, and Pooh talking about he sound like Tyrone Wheatley's cousin. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. 
They got the names all the way wrong. <laughs> but 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 like, but yeah. Offering NBA. I know, right? But if 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 y'all go back and watch the eighties, don't racist. believe don't believe anybody that tells you that the eighties and the two thousands are only separated by physicality. It's not true. It's not. Yeah. The I, I, nowadays, to me, is harder because of all the decisions you have to make on the drop of a hat. Knowing the personnel is, is way more important now than ever. There's more switching now than ever. I mean, shit. I, if you watch an 80s game, you'll probably never see a switch. On a pick and roll, well, also you his- sometimes, but it's it's it, 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 it's more it's more like close in help back yeah. then. It wasn't really switch. It was like closing in help whoever's rolling. But a you lot know of these what? Principles weren't around because the rules didn't support you know certain you know certain things they do now, like ice and screens. That wasn't around back then. Well, All right. You also had the notion of when to send a double team. We yeah. want to send on the catch, which is it what the old NBA, which which the old NBA would. That's what they do. They never did the double on drive or whatever. Yeah. It was more or less we double on the catch. Now you double on the catch or you double late, right? And you and with the pre and with pre rotating, you can be there already, right? And yeah, so and you couldn't you and really that also affected doubling guys off the screen and roll because. Mm-hmm. That guy can't help. <laughs> if you double, let's say you stop the ball handler, right? And, and, and you and you double him and you you stop the screen right where it stands and you double him. They can't bring help. So that means that now you're fucked because either the guy's caught in no man's land, somebody's going to cut off ball right behind you. It was just such a weird time with illegal defense. It, it, oh, it was oh. Yeah. Man, if you hit your mic one more time. I didn't hit it. I didn't <laughs> hit it. No, no, he didn't he didn't, he didn't do it that time. I, I I I'm with him on that. He didn't hit it that time. But no, nah, it's it was it was just stressful to to, to honestly watch it because you uh-huh. see how teams react these days and play help defense. And back then there were so many things that they just couldn't do, and guys were having big scoring nights that honestly probably shouldn't have been. Uh-huh. So that's Ooh, just a little this. history lesson on Zone defense and legal defense, more importantly. I wish, though, this is the last thing I'll add 2K took out the rules screen that used to be in. 2K. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? you mean the thing for the next gen where you could adjust the rules before the franchise? Or, well, no, I mean, like, so you know, there used to be like a literal screen for like all the rules, like even outside of franchise mode that you could turn on and off. You turn, yeah, for some seconds. They don't have that anymore. I haven't even looked at that. They have the sliders. They have the sliders for shooting, but they don't have, like, literally. Turn the five seconds off. Yeah, they don't have it anymore because I want to – I want them to somehow simulate, like, what the league would look like with illegal defense, but I want to do it outside of the mode because I kind of – they should have those rule sets in place. For the old school teams, like that's something else that they need. Yeah, to that do. is crazy. If you can do it before you get into the mode, you should yeah, be able to yeah, set yeah. it and play down. Wow. Yeah, they need to add that because that would be entertaining to kind of play against illegal defense. And and, well, shit. If you go to defensive setting, certain things just wouldn't even. Wait a minute. 
It Good. didn't 2K CEO come back out and say the folks are ready to pay 70 bucks for the game and they don't have Yeah, any- I, yo, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that earlier today. I was going to make that a comment. I mean, make that a topic, but we kind of touched on it when the next-gen consoles first came out. But yeah, he, they're still on that, I see. MLB the show, next-gen 70. Like, and it's just like, well, we also have to, we have the stadium creator, so that would justify the 17. Like, I, you know what? I wonder if those games come on Steam. I wonder if the gamers would I wonder if they'll accept that. That that that's going to be interesting. That's and that's the funny part because it's like if the PC version of two K twenty two is the next gen variety, right. it'd be seventy. That's and I don't be. think create. I don't think Creative Stadium is outside of um franchise mode either. Like if you want to go play home run derby, you can't do See, it. See, that's what right. I was. I was also wondering, uh, would it be because you? What was it? Diamond if Dynasty you make the you make the stadium and then you're playing against somebody on a PS4, then what? Right, that's interesting. That is, is cross gen as far as online. That's, that's so. gonna suck too. Yeah, all of a sudden you have like a silhouette of the stadium, yeah, <laughs> or you have a generic stadium. And what if somebody finds out they could have done Stadium Creator on current gen? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. You can do I'm Stadium like, Creator. Yeah, yeah, think about it. You can do Stadium Creator on a on like a PS2 game, so you can't, yeah, you don't, you, yeah, you can miss me with that shit. Go to MVP05, they do stadium creative. They didn't tell me what they did with Road to the Show this year. They yeah, haven't so, heard anything. Yeah, so far they've only talked about March, October, about oh, you can, like, what what is it? You can now, like, you better access to do manual roster management and stuff like that. I'm just like, that's that's just basically making it more like franchise. So what's going on in franchise mode? State of franchise sports. You mean soft dickhead sports? Oh god. He tried what for years? Making the stadium, I guess. Man, he don't mean him. Fuck him. <laughs> what stadium anyway, he's making? San Diego Studios. That's what No, I'm there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, San Diego Studio. Well, well, fuck him anyway. Um, you mean them? <laughs> I, mean, I, I like San Diego Studios. Fuck him. I'll just say, uh, well, your girl is over at Santa Monica Studios. Ooh. Uh, the the girl Char, or what's her name? Mm-hmm. Uh, that she 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 streams. Say she fine as hell. Who? White girl. Wow, you don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Know. I think I know, but I don't remember by name. If you're saying who I think you're saying, hold up, let me see. Chick from the... Games, not Games. Yeah, she's like she used to write. Oh yeah, uh, her. Oh. Yes, her. Yes, oh. yeah. She's with Santa Monica Studios now. So, That's what's up. so um, any any of the Gorilla Games that come out, probably be there. But um, okay. Oh, I was gonna say one last thing, and and this is uh, just, I guess it it just came out today. ESPN signed a seven-year deal to get NHL back on the broadcast schedule. See, I was talking shit, but here's the thing: that would convince me to watch more hockey if they were on ESPN because oftentimes I don't think about looking for. They, but you know what? They did a really good job with NHL back then when they had it. Mm-hmm. They did a real good job with it, and um, Jeremy what was really the last? Yeah, what was the last game that had it? Was NHL two K five? Think so. Two K five. Two K five had it. Yeah, two K five had it. good. That was one of my favorite hockey. So right. I take it that NHL two K twenty two. I'm two K. NHL twenty two should have it. Probably not. No, because they're they're they've still- been they're doing their own thing. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, oh, no, 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 I forgot. No, 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 went, no, no, yeah. no. They would have to. They would have to switch the 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 marketing that's on the ice because they still do the, M- the NBA on NBC. Yeah, the NBC one. Yeah, not, not NBA yeah. on NBC. Yeah, hey, I'm so used to saying it, man. <laughs> <laughs> that need, hey, yo, all seriousness, all seriousness, that, that, that needs to come back. They need to bring yeah. that back. All seriousness, yeah, they, they need do. to bring back. Well, unfortunately, TNT is such a Big time powerhouse now. Right. Hey, hey, look, I'll I'll settle for one game a week. I don't care. I'll just settle for one game a week. Well, ABC NBA, NBC. took their slot because remember, M- you know, ABC. It used to be NBC and TNT. Hey, hey look, mm-hmm. it don't even have it don't even have to be the marquee Saturday game. It could be just a middle of the road game. I just I just want to see a game with the uh, with the logo uh, and. I need the marquee. Nah, bring nah, it nah. back. Hey, hey, no, I need to. Nah, and uh, yeah, NBA or NBC. Yeah. The fact that you hear the theme song and you see the old school logo, it, it makes it it makes Man, it marquee already. One Sunday afternoon games with uh, Chicago versus New York at Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah, that was the best though. I can't lie, that was the Bro, best. Said, dun, 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 dun. Right, that's when the players are walking in. All right. Yeah, yeah. Then it had the dun dun dun, and then they had the little peacock oh, yeah. coming through. Yeah, you know, okay. I was about to say, somebody's allowing their pet to play at Madison Square Garden. Oh, no, that's Anthony Mason. Oh. <laughs> He's so stupid. Today, we have Michael Jordan. I, got, I, got, I do have a question, though. Like, before we go, is, is that the best sports presentation that we ever had, or is it one better, y'all think? As far as, like, just in real life? In, 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 yeah, in general. Is that the best, or is, uh, or is there one you think is better? I don't know. I, I guess I'm. The I guess old because Monday Night Football lead up intro. Dude. Old Monday Night Football was good because it like it produced drama, and as honest, far as the tone, I'll be honest. I like the CBS College Basketball. CBS College Basketball is another good one. But you no, know what? The, the old yeah the old the old CBS or the old CB, NBA on CBS wasn't bad, but that was old school though. The NBA on CBS was old school. That was a little bit before my time. Yeah, I, think I, I, I can't think of nothing else that like the presentation, the the it theme was, song. It was unique, really. Yeah, everybody well, that was there. The thing was, it was unique because most of those tunes were produced in house. Yeah. Oh, just like everything now. See how everything comes to full circle, right? <laughs> but the way they, but the way they, they, you know, drew the fucking CBS logo and everything, yeah, like it, it, it fit it was a perfectly. Lead up like suspense, right? It was yeah. Like, and I mean, even with the logo uh, showing the scoreboard, it, it just it felt like it was a basketball theme. Yeah, like was- I think, I think probably the next best, like the original fo- NFL on Fox, was good. That was good when they first started. Oh yeah, because then they incorporated in the in the Madden game, right? Because remember, remember that remember that was the first game where they had the football games had the scoreboard at the top yep. left or the top right hand corner. I kind of like Major League Baseball on Fox around like two thousand. Yeah, that was a good one. That was another good one. I'm trying to think. I think you know the TNT that, that damn robot. They always have the cutting edge shit. They introduced uh, yeah because Fox was the first one to introduce AK camera, weren't they this year? Yeah, and and then they had it, like you said, DJ. They had their own in-house theme song. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I I still kind of give the nod to NBA or NBC, but the the other ones that we named was like they were that pretty good. Really yeah, that yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go with, with Fox NFL theme because you know that was a good one because it's just like it, it's it's not the like the overall theme, but their lead up theme for the games, just on the regular games. Like I said, the Monday the old Monday night. 
football lead-ups were, were pretty good. Yeah. But just knowing that I knew football was on when I hear I guess we could say the NBA one was the best basketball one. Give me a round two that's that's my time right there. That's my time in wrestling right there. No, but yo, but hold up though. Nitro wasn't no slouch with that. No, Nitro was yeah, Nitro was nice too. And the explosion in the background. Right. Nitro was yeah, nice too. That's yeah. true. And then you had ECW, they low budget shit. You know, they had their shows in like warehousing high school gyms. You had to stay up to 2 30 to watch it. But uh, but again, it's like a lot of that stuff was like in-house produced. Is right. like once they outsourced all that, that's when it, it just lost. wasn't the same. Bro, ESPN even had a dope ass song like around the 05 mm-hmm. era for basketball. Not even that, just go back. You could go like just look at the ESPN logos and stuff when NFL 2K5 was out. Yeah. Look at that presentation. That that presentation. Man. Yeah, that that presentation that presentation was just beautiful back on those days. I mean, even before, even prior to that, you go like um like when you used to watch ESPN, um, the Wild World of Sport. Not that's ABC, but when you look at ESPN when it was the worldwide leader in sports, when they used to tout that back in the mid nineties or whatever, the whole presentation was just beautiful. It's like now it's just we you know we just got some bullshit now. It's not. Oh, the same. Yeah. One last thing: Have y'all seen the thirty for thirty about Al Davis versus the NFL? That is a Mm-mm. really good. I need to watch that because yeah. I, I like to watch. I like to watch a lot of thirty for thirties. I think the last one I watched. I mean, it wasn't in order or whatever, but I watched the one. Um, what's the old boy that played for Oklahoma? The running back, drive trucks. Now he played for LA for a second. Trucks. Uh, Damn, played, I can't remember. Played for, uh, he, wait a minute. He played Oklahoma. for that. It was a 30 for 30, the running back that played for Oklahoma, and he played for, I think he played a little bit for uh, the LA. Damn, what is that kid? What is it? Never was? Was that the one? Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's the name of it, but I can't remember his name. Or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I that's the you. last one I watched. That's but the, the last Elway one. one, the Elway on the 84 draft, that was interesting too. That was a good, a lot of those 30 for 30 was really good. Yeah, a lot of them was good. I'm going to go back and watch The Last Dance this weekend, too. So okay. All right, so. I guess that's it for us. A little over two hours. Excellent show, guys, and good participation, good topics. You know, everything went smooth. Uh, well, except for the being able to post comments and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly. And 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 the Bethesda bought Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, they apparently they bought Streamyard too. Yeah, yeah, because you can tell. Look, <laughs> buggy. <laughs> right, DJ, what you got before we slide out of here? All right, so the. End is here for season two of my podcast. So what the fuck just happened? Episode 20 is tomorrow. So I still don't know what I'm going to do for that. I really don't have anything. Like if I were to do something, it's not going to be some grand old because there's going to be a season three. So I'm not going to do any cliffhangers. Like Man, do a giveaway. Give away a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody big, big. Is somebody a pig all of a sudden out here? No, that was me. That was me, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, that was me, bro. I'm sorry. It's like it's like Miss Piggy Mayton call or something. Like, hey, you better watch it, man. They're canceling everybody. Chill. Yeah, yeah, I see. They will cancel her too. 
Right. They gonna say they, they gonna say that it's body positivity. You can't talk about her like that. Nah, right. They talk, nah, they talk about her in the in the R culture because they just canceled Pepe Le Pew. But they right. didn't go. But they didn't go after the lady that kept going after school teacher and uh, one of them CW shows. <laughs> it was Monique. No, it was Monique that was constantly harassing the the teacher. And they oh yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, but but you know what? Yeah, man, you exactly. know what? I I I I. I, I hate to kind of kind of hate to say it, but they kind of already canceled Monique. You see how they did her with her, with her Netflix shit. They they kind of canceled her already. Yeah, she canceled herself. herself. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, how how we feel about it? I mean, how do we feel about it? I don't. I just shake. I, I mean, I don't watch cartoons like I that. Just no know, more. I just know is that you know we're 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 living in an age where people can't tell the difference. It's cartoon versus what you can yeah do reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I with like, you on that. Parents need to step up and do their jobs better. I agree. I do. Bills, what you got? Didn't they say Winnie the Pooh was like gay a couple years ago or something like that? I'm like, who was that? I'm like, who was watching Winnie the Pooh? Like, I wonder if you like gay. Nobody cares. It's a cartoon. Winnie the Pooh gay or gender fluid. Whatever the fuck they said. Something well, stupid. didn't they just make Thelma gay? For Scooby Doo, what? Yeah, man, what's your outro, man? (laughs) My outro outro is fuck all this cancel culture shit. Fuck giving genders and sexual orientations to people that nobody was checking for. And uh, why, 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 why they had to do Mr. Potato Head like that though? Oh, they no, they 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 no, they reversed it. Thank you. they, They got the backlash. It was like. But it didn't make any sense because all you gotta do is just take the parts off and then that, yo, you'll be that, Mrs. That, 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 that goes that, with today's now, trend. Now know? that's a now that's a first backlash to backlash. Right. <laughs> when I saw that, no, I didn't know we not supposed we don't we really wasn't planning on talking about this, but like when they did Mr. Potato, I was like, all right, wait a minute. Now come on. You already can turn him into a woman or whatever. <laughs> it's like what the, they're like, I was like and, and then you got a Miss Potato Head. Like, do she really deserve that? Like, do she do, really deserve and, to lose her husband like that? I'm like, really? I mean, yeah, but they're the same person. That was a lead. True, you're right. Toy, you're right. Toy. So if you got two of them, you could pair them, but you also paired two. Men. You know, I know, I know. Had no concept of that growing up. Why yeah. apply that concept now? Because of people's guilt. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that was a little. I think that was a little bit too much when they did that. I was like, wait a minute. You know, come on now. All right, Bills, what's your outro for real? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, thank you, everybody, for coming through. Great participation this week. Um, Looking forward to Thursday, and, yeah, I'm going to play some more 2K, probably. Yeah, I'm going to probably get on the game. I'm not going to stream tonight because I'm tired. I'm not even going to lie. I'll fall asleep during the stream, but I will sit up here and play some games until I fall asleep. I will be streaming tomorrow probably, well, my wife got a she's got a lateral job like she she's worked in the same department no well she works at the same company with a different department lateral move where she works from home permanently so i while she's working she's probably not going to let me bother her so i'll probably be in here by myself so um <laughs> so i'll be streaming probably earlier than usual so i'll be here um so y'all can check me out then and uh once i finish the stream i might raid everybody over to dj and uh that's pretty much it i don't have anything else thank you guys for the participation i mean the engagement is going um engagement is getting much better it really is we really appreciate you guys um 
compliment. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna stream tonight. I'm, I'm tired. I've been up since three this morning, so I, I, I'm no good. So I'll be. I'll be up tomorrow to for the streams. Oh, and, before uh, you go off, tell the people about that shirt because again, you have a message. Oh, tell me this one. Yeah, I'm like you had that shirt the whole entire time. Hey, but I got plenty of shirts. When you said the shirt, I'm just saying you got. I'm like your wife is doing big things right now. You need. Well, I mean, this is another shirt right here. Get her another. This is another shirt. It says I pop. Huh? What? Not a distributor change, but our lack of merch still stays the same <laughs> over here. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> Le- hey, hey, listen, listen. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you honestly. I I've been pushing the Teespring stuff. It's still there, but it, it no nobody's buying it. I don't know why. I'm like, it's there. I push yeah, it because we don't have it. To we show don't have off. it advertised. We're in this underarm bullshit right now. All right, I'll. I'll, I'll it's like Michael we, Jordan wearing Puma <laughs> out here trying to advertise his yeah. brand. He out here wearing Puma and shit. That's like Michael Jordan wearing the twelve jersey when this jersey. I'll I'll, I'll get y'all. I'll get y'all <laughs> together. I'll, I'll get y'all together. But the shirt says. Uh, I paused my game to be here. I think this is a perfect shirt for the podcast because, like, you. I'm here. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> no, you know, the Falcons could have used that shirt. Boy, they already on pause. Look, so I, literally, <laughs> I literally paused my game to be here. I'm not going to lie. I literally did pause my game to be here. I so I also game. have the other shirts, Um, the Simping for, simp, uh, simping for 60 <laughs> Frames. <laughs> The simping for sixty frames. The less complaining, more simping gaming. For, simping for for simping's sake. That's what I know, right? <laughs> simping for sake. <laughs> the simping for sixty frames got that. The less complaining, more gaming, and we got some other ones that's gonna be up too. So this is another one right here. I paused my game to be here. Oh, I and, saw um, you tweet Mills the other day. Fuck him. Damn. Oh, I did. I did that just because that was a slight. It's probably. I can't believe that this game actually runs great on sixty. Well, you've been playing on thirty this entire see console, bitch. That's what you get. <laughs> so, but um, <laughs> fuck you, Mike again. <laughs> hey, yo. But um, we're gonna get, we're gonna get up out of here. Um, if you do want the shirt, please um, go to my uh, wife's second um Twitter um feed is concise creations uh i'll put that in the um chat real quick and then we can get up out of here let me do that real quick i swear bills subconsciously you thought that was mills and you just swung at it bro <laughs> i don't know I'm telling my cord connecting my headphones is wrapped around the thing because the aux cord is fucked oh, up man. every time i lean back it just pulls the old mic down it's funny because I have because and you guys can't see it. My mic is off to my left, your right. So I'm when I and I have the 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 little pop filter right next to my arm. So when I hold when I'm holding this position, I'm holding it because I don't want to. I'm keeping myself from hitting it. Well, my, my my mine is right here, and y'all I'm see three. who grabs y'all, yeah, y'all 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 see who grabs my mic. My son comes up here. He doesn't even care. Uh, I mean, you're grabbing it kind of hard. <laughs> Wait a minute, bro. Whoa. Let's go, man. Let's go, bro. Let's go. You have it in hey. position to where you know. Once again, if you want, if you want, if you want any other t-shirts, that you can go to Teespring. I have other t-shirts, but if you want the custom ones, that's on the Twitter feed. My wife's other Twitter, cool Concise Creations. Is. You can go over there and yeah, tell her what shirt you want, and she'll make it for you. <laughs> See, I, I think. Cool the, 
Cool yeah, I think before KB3 puts the mic in a stranglehold the way you be doing sometimes. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. the mic in a, in a, a headlock. Yeah, it'd be killing it, bro. Um, I think the price for all shirts, I think, is between $22 and $24. It just depends. Um, Get with her and you find out. The link is right there. Follow her DM and send her a DM. You better send the right DM. Or you could get more than a shirt. I promise you. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get up out of here. And uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. You guys have a good night. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> yeah, I'm threatening to pull up. Yeah, this is a hell of a shirt.